What's up, everybody? And welcome to Remember the Loot, episode 34, the show reminding you, get hyped. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, alongside me, as always, Resident Daryl. Go tell Aunt Rhody. Be one guy. I'll keep coming. And T-Burr is in the house. <laughs> that, that actually was not on a, a game released at E3, by the way. That noise or that noise? Yes, no. that noise. Yeah, I'm, am sure. I? Even, I mean, I think I think if you uh, when you destroy a pot in Zelda, that's the noise it makes. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, don't forget to click that follow button. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Tuned In, or you check us out on Podbean. That's a that, cool little. I hear that Podbean's pretty rad. It's pretty rad. You know yeah. what? That Podbean. It's it's all right. You know, there's a there's a podcast on Podbean. Remember the loot, those guys. That, Wait, that's a actually L U T L U T E. No L O T. Homies don't play that. Homies don't play that. I hear that there's a uh, who's that guy? Trickster, tricky, flashy. Yeah, yeah, flashy, sticky, sticky Mick, sticky Mike, stinky Mike. Flash. Hey, there's a tricky fella. He's a real big fan of that Podbean. He likes it. He's actually the one that told me about it. Oh, really? I actually, I think he actually screams from the mountaintops. Go tell Aunt Rhody and <laughs> follow and remember the loot on Podbean. I heard that he has Podbean tattooed across his knuckles, followed by an exclamation point. Oh, does that fit? P O D. That'll fit. Exclamation point. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That works. <laughs> <laughs> exclamation point. Okay. So he's got like P O D. B and then on the other hand, yeah, in. It's like on the, the, the guy has a plan ahead tattooed on him. It's a plan ahead. You guys ready to start the show? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is <laughs> E3 week, June seventeenth, in the year of our Lord, two thousand seventeen. We welcome you for our E3 recap show and reaction show. Two thousand sixteen. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I'm, I'm jumping ahead because there's so many great games going on. Here. So you won't even know that you're you know in this year until you finish all those games. You won't be able to play any of those exactly. games until next year. Yes. So until uh, except for Zelda, that one's not coming out until 2019, 2020. <laughs> Is that ever coming out? Never. I hope so. Hopefully never. Hope it comes out on the same day Horizon Zero Dawn does. I can buy them both. Gross. <laughs> I heard that uh, on the um, what's that game that hasn't come out forever? Last Guardian. I heard that it, there's a single frame of a question mark after the date. Which I pre-ordered today, by the way. I'm really excited about it. You know, I think we should do... Guardian. What should we do, Daryl? I think we should start the show off right, like we always do, with a toast. And this week's toast... Oh my god, you dropped the duke! He'll be alright, he'll be back. This week's toast is going to be a little different. Because instead of us having one, maybe two things we're going to toast to, today, we're going to go down the line. And everyone tell, starting with the T-Bird, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite uh, uh, announcement, trailer, or release from E3 this year. T-Bird. Uh, the Crash Bandicoot games being remastered. Oh, That's a good surprising. One. Yeah. Very surprising. D-Button, hit us. Man, it's all about that Death Stranding, though. That Death Stranding and that God of War. That both took me by, like, whoa. Like, took me by the haunches and was like, my body's ready. So, there we go. Death Strand was probably mine, but I don't want to still be button, guys. Uh, Thunder, I'm going to say the new Zelda. The new Zelda really impressed me. Really excited about it. Waited a long time for it. Even since the gameplay trailer of 2014. 
So, or the teaser with Miyamoto and Anuma. So, looking forward to that. Akuma. Yep, uh, Akuma Matata. I'm going to go with. I know what everybody's thinking. They're thinking, oh, Resident Daryl, he picked Resident Evil. Not going to do. Not going to do. Everybody thinks I'm going to do. Although Resident Evil has stuck with me, and that song that I just played a little while ago has melted my brain, God of War is the one. Oh, yeah. That just. It just it just got me. It grabbed me from the minute that that orchestra fired up, from the minute Kratos walked out. <gasps> the way he reached out to grab his son and then oh, stopped. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the, but it, the way he helped him kill that deer. Dude. I was just like, man. So, uh, fun fact, that's God actually the same Kratos. Yes. Oh, yeah, it takes place after whoa, God whoa, of War 3. bro. We'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, E3. And Tricky would like us to give a shout-out to Sid. Mm. Oh, shout-out to Sid. Yeah, uh, listen to the last episode of Trivia Horse. Um, very touching story on there. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, go to ProvingAmber.com. Check out uh, the latest episode of Trivia Horse. It was a great episode. It was their E3 prediction. So it's always fun to go back and listen to prediction shows after you've watched E3. So you know what happens, and you go back and listen, and some of the predictions like, what are... What a bunch of idiots one that thought that game were going to come out. <laughs> nah, I feel like the, the biggest dumb head after saying Soul Reaver. <laughs> I, I, I wish it would have come true. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. If you would have spoke that into existence, like anything, any bad thing you'd say about any game that I might actually like would be forgiven. You mean like... Uh, Zero Horizon whatever? <laughs> or as I like to say, Pixar's Robo Dino Brave? I think it's going to be good. And I think all those things are actually all good things. My 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 reasoning for not being into it is because it's on the low lowest part of the list of all the games that I want to play. And that's I'm fine. actually not talking crap about the game. It looks great, it does. But I don't necessarily want to play it. Question mark? Will you come over and watch me play it? It'll be fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cheers. So we have a lot to talk about. A lot of uh, E3 reactions, recaps. More reactions. But uh, we're going to jump into some news real quick. Let's do it. Let's get it. Uh, Let's get just a few topics. Too. Most of the news this week was all E3 stuff. So it's, most of the stuff gonna, we're going to be talking about in Super Mega Rapid Fire. Uh, pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. But we're going to jump into some news. For, uh, news for noobs. This segment is brought to you by Fight Stick Guy. For custom handcrafted arcade style fight sticks, go check out our buddies. Facebook.com slash Fight Stick Guy. Because you don't bring a pad to a stick fight. Uh, first topic... Street Fighter Story Mode releases at the end of June. Uh, Frost, I gotta interject for just one second. We got excited. Already? We gave the shout out. We did our toast. But the thing we forgot to talk about was the Duke. You see, last week on Remember the Loot, we were playing Mirror's Edge. And did you guys enjoy Mirror's Edge? Nope. Uh, Anybody? Not at all. Thumbs that up, game down. was a big old pile of Duke. So all we did all night long was make Duke Nukem jokes. And as we promised, we said we would play Duke Nukem forever, as you can see. So what we're going to do is we're going to play some Duke Nukem while we go over the news and <laughs> try to keep it all together as we go to E3. This is hail to the king, baby. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Story Mode releases at the end of June. Street Fighter Five's June update, which includes the free story mode and DLC character Ibuki. Releases near the end of June. And Capcom has revealed new details about the story mode on its blog. The developer also discussed changes to how in-game currency works and stuff you'll be able to buy through an in-game store. Like Zenny. Yeah, I thought this was interesting because when the game was first announced, they said, hey, everything in our store you'll be able to buy with fighting the money, right? 
like like currency you earn in the game. Now they're saying this zenny is actually real money. So it's essentially microtransactions. So apparently the fight money thing wasn't working? Question mark. Well, or ever they since didn't. the game's launch, it, you had uh, you had your fight money, and you also had your zenny right underneath it. So I mean, it was in there, and that's what I always thought it was gonna be was that you know that's the money that you pay for if you don't feel like going through like rank match after rank match ever after rank match. Right. Yeah. And so like the zenny thing is kind of causing an uproar amongst uh, players because. Uh, we're having to now spend our money on things like the the you know those those costumes they showed a while back, like the really cool like the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage looking Zangief costume and the yeah. the Phoenix uh, Armika costume. Yeah. Those are things we are, from what I hear, we're gonna have to buy with like real money. The only way I'll be mad is if I don't get them because I have season pass. Yeah, so. and, and I was actually uh, thinking about that too. Like, how does this work with people who have the season pass? So. Um, and f- from what I hear, the costumes are like four bucks a piece. Oh, yeah. Um, I think maps are four bucks a piece, or stages no, rather. Maps you should definitely get with the season pass. I had to buy the Isles map with uh, yeah. fight money, and I was pretty upset about that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how but it pans I don't out. Have to get the battle costumes, which are cool. Which everyone, uh, I went through my like received messages or pending messages, and I actually had a message from one of the uh, fight nights we did together. People, like, it was like three different people asking me where I got the Alec costume from. But I didn't know because it was in my like archive or whatever on Facebook. Yeah. So. Um, but I did reply. Their story mode too is uh, uh, pretty basic Street Fighter. Um, it's about three to four hours long, and uh, it features in Bison uh, reigning in power and and all the. I was about to say Z fighters. All the. Uh, <laughs> all the Street oh, Fighter whoa, fighters. Whoa, Frosty, get, whoa, 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 look out! Look, he's peeing everywhere. Getting, oh. getting on. You're getting peed on. You're, get, you're getting peed on. Can you see it through my shirt? No, you can't. <laughs> you can't see the urine. Okay, you're blocking the pee stream. So, um, yeah, the the, the campaign's only gonna be about three to four hours long, which is okay, I guess, since it's, it's just a fighting game. But we'll see how it turns out. Um, I think it's interesting too that they announced that uh, it was going to be a free cinematic story mode, and I'm like, it's not not technically free because we paid full price for the game, and we've waited months for it, so. Uh, second topic Bulletstorm Remastered confirmed a remastered version of Bulletstorm the 2010 action adventure shooter from People Can Fly and Epic Games is in development according to screenshots found in package of assets uh, Microsoft is handing out at E3 the drive contains a folder titled Bulletstorm Remastered that includes four screenshots and one hero image quote unquote showing the cast of the original game plus three 4k resolution screenshots of environments found in the original oh, trophy turn burglar trophy is your favorite it's a doo doo trophy <laughs> Don't ever grab my breast again it's on live stream. It's a turd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> look, look. I got a, I got a big turd. You can't see it because. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> Despite the screenshots, no official remaster of the game has yet to be announced by People Can Fly or EA, the game's original publisher. So, uh, I never had a chance to play this game. Bullstorm? Yeah. Uh, I've I've seen it played. Um, I know Daryl's brother picked it up when it first came out. It looked interesting. Uh, I don't really remember it living up to the hype, but it it looked decent. Uh, Like that fast-paced, like Quake-style, shoot-em-up kind of deal. The only thing I remember is like, 
being able to uh, didn't you have like a rope or something you could like grab your enemies and like I think so it was kind of like an energy it was like a magnetic kind of yeah deal. yeah 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 so um alright moving on next topic uh, Nintendo declares for us it's not about specs but it's about content Nintendo is more focused on delivering great content rather than making its next console codename NX a technical powerhouse according to NOA president Reggie Filzame when asked how Nintendo NX will stack up against Sony and Microsoft's forthcoming hardware revisions, namely PlayStation 4 Neo and Xbox One Scorpio, for us it's not about specs, it's not about teraflops, it's not about the horsepower of a particular system. For us it's about the content. Uh, may continued, we're focused on bringing our best entertainment to both the Wii U as well as the NX in the future. Have so they even like, said how many flops the NX runs? No. There was actually um, <laughs> a flop and a half. It was actually announced a while back that the NX will contain the hardware that will be uh, allow you to it will at least like be able to compete with what's on the market now as far as like, the Xbox One. I'm very interested in how different um, Breath of the Wild will be on Wii U versus the NX. Oh, it's going to be night and day. Nah, yeah. If you yeah, buy the Wii U version, you're buying obvious, arguably the worst version. Yeah. yeah. But that's what they played at uh, E3, right? So, so they say. I don't think so. I mean, I, so. they, I think they said that was the case. They were but. using a Wii U controller. Now, he, he, here's my prediction for the NX. A lot of people are speculating what the... Um, trophy! Oh, oh, trophy! <laughs> I looked up just in time to see that crap. Uh, you missed the crap, actually. I threw that earlier. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> just a, a quick prediction for the NX. I, th- I think that it's going to be a stronger version of the Wii U... You're going to use the Wii U pad. I don't think they're going to... Um, the Wii U pad. You're, you're going to use the, the Wii U pad. I don't think they're going to get rid of that because they invested so much time in, in, in you know, de- developing what's essentially a pretty neat little little uh, controller. Uh, I think it was very underused, depending on what game you, you used. I mean, uh, played. Like, uh, Wind Waker was a really good game for it because you had your map. You can navigate pretty easily and you can swap inventory on the fly. So, yeah. So, uh, I think you're going to be able to use the Wii U pad and I do believe it's going to be backwards compatible with the Wii U I mean that's a pretty you know uh, pretty obvious assessment right so so yeah um, Phil's made doesn't really care, uh, seem concerned about specs so hopefully it'll pan out I mean if, if the NX comes out and it's just as strong as like the Xbox One then I think they can uh <laughs> I think they'll be able to cash in on some developers <laughs> being able to develop uh, games for the system and and come out with some good titles, right? I agree. So, what are you doing, Daryl? <laughs> Next topic on the news. Next topic on the news: <laughs> Platinum Balls teases Okami two and Bayonetta three. Uh, I can't wait for that Bayonetta. Future yeah. installments of Okami and Bayonetta may be on the horizon, according to hints from Platinum Games director Hideki Kamiya. When asked by Metro in a, man, Metro, when asked by Metro in an interview at E3 if he's thinking of making a third Bayonetta game, he replied saying, "Of course, we want to make three Before adding, "Why should it end at two? <gasps> Kamiya noted that he hasn't spoken to any publishers about Bayonetta three yet, but went on to say, "I've spent a lot of time thinking in my head what the game would be. I've got ideas in my head for Okami two as well, which really <laughs> excites me. What if it's Bayonetta versus? Okami? Oh my God, I'm losing my mind over here. How about it? <laughs> Uh, Akami, uh, noted uh, Akami was originally published by Capcom and developed by Clover Studios and later ported to the Wii console by Capcom and Ready at Dawn. I didn't know that. That's actually pretty interesting. That was neat. 
Rad. A sequel to Platinum's upcoming Microsoft exclusive action title may be on the way as well, with Kamiya adding, we've got other scale bounds in our heads too. So, Scalebound isn't even out. They're already talking about sequels. So Now, are they saying s- sequels or... <laughs> I just changed Why the color. Is it different color. <laughs> All right, Scalebound. I mean, are they saying more Scalebounds or are they like score-bound, uh, Scalebound-esque games? He says, uh, I don't know. It says, it says a sequel to Platinum's upcoming Microsoft exclusive saying, title. I, what do you think? What is your interpretation of that? I don't know. I, I, I think it would it would depend on how well the game does. And uh, from from what I've heard and read, Scalebound's not looking that great. slash remember loot. <laughs> I think I think Scalebound's heart <laughs> is in the right place, but making a JRPG like exclusive for that console. Is probably not the best move. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because yeah. uh, you know Microsoft doesn't really have the biggest fan base in Japan, <laughs> or a uh, fan base. I heard today they're selling like fifty consoles a day, which is like really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, you know what? it just Sony rules that, and and I don't know. Then again, America has a huge JRPG fan base, so it could sell well. You know. Yeah, but like I, um, I'll tell you, who's going to buy the fool out of this game? People that own the Xbox. Eh, maybe. I mean, you know, you would think that with uh, uh what was that game, Sunset Overdrive, and it yeah. didn't sell very well. Uh, I mean, before I go fight, you know, a big bad, I gotta pee again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so just so you can see it. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Next topic: <laughs> Dead Rising Four, time exclusive. Microsoft has revealed Dead Rising Four will only be time exclusive on Xbox One and Windows Ten when it releases later this year. And it's a really weird schedule. It's a year's time exclusive for uh, Xbox. And, and then 90, 90 days, days for, the, yeah. the, for the... I'm just like, you know, I get it. You know, I like when PlayStation has games that, you know, other people don't have. It validates my purchase. But to me, that one was like kind of weird. I, I don't know, just 90 days here, a year mm-hmm. here, whatever we can get so that people will, I mean, I get mm-hmm. it, so that people will buy um, the console there. But Man, look at that water. <laughs> do you do you think this game will sell well on the PS4? Like, more so than Xbox One? Um, I think Dead Rising sells fair everywhere, wherever it's at. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know where I will buy it. I feel like Tomb Raider 2 is definitely going to sell way better on the PS4 than they did Xbox. Because yeah. they didn't even chart on the Xbox. Which is sad. It's a great game. But Dead Rising 4, I feel like, is one of those games where, like, unless you're, like, a diehard fan, I don't know if you necessarily would, would buy into the I, idea of buying I it. I doubt people are going to buy a console for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Regar- I mean, but the thing is, like, the zombie, the whole zombie craze is in, right? Like, people are still playing zombie games like, like there's nobody's business. Oh, dude, I there's love There's so many more games. coming out. I love zombie games. You got uh, State of Decay 2. You got... Uh, uh, Days Gone, which technically they're not called zombies. They're it's called, called Freakers, Freakers, which is a really cool name for an enemy. <laughs> I thought it's awesome. I mean, so. Uh, look at that Freaker. Is, hey, look at my one-eyed monster, baby. <laughs> Shoot him right in the dude. <laughs> Last topic of news for noobs. More cryptic Death Stranding details by Kojima. In an interview with IGN at this year's E3, Hideo Kojima revealed the first details about his new studio's upcoming debut, Death Stranding. According to Kojima, Death Stranding will be recognizable as an action game to players familiar with the game, but the, that he hopes oh, we got to do something trophy! new. Hey, we got another trophy! 
I shot down a blimp. Okay, that's a lot of trophies. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. It's going to be raining trophies up in this piece. According to Kojima, Death Stranding will be recognizable as an action game to players familiar with the genre that he hopes to do something new with it. Uh, he says, quote, Metal Gear was an action game, Kojima tells IGN, but it was an action game where you happened to be hiding. There was no genre for that back then, and now it's classified as a stealth game. In that regard, Death Stranding will also be an action game, but I want to make something new, something different. Which kind of goes back to what I predicted before. Like He says it's going to be for fans of like Uncharted and Division, but I think this game is going to be completely different. Oh, I agree. And I you think can't trust nothing he says. Yeah, exactly. Troll. <laughs> in, in a good way, though. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why he said the Division... Possibly, <laughs> but he saw he also saw the success of the division, and I think when he says the division and charted, I think more so it's going to be like mm, a lot of over the shoulder action, yeah. right? I, I like I was telling you the other night, like I love uh, I love Kojima to death, but I think he like puts too much on his shoulders because I was telling you that, that story, not story, but like an article I read about where he was discouraged by Grand Theft Auto Five, like twice. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's like trying to lower his bar. Not saying not not Uncharted because Uncharted is a great game, but the division. I mean, I hope he doesn't go for that, like, sort of open world, but, like, there's other people, like, Destiny kind of feel. Like, maybe Ludens is the name of a group, and then, yeah. like, you have this set of armor, and everyone else has a set of armor, and you're Ludens is the uh, name of a cough drop. Oh. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, that's what, that's, that's what I'm kind of worried about, because I, I hope it's single player, because I'm not really down for all the, like, the MMO stuff. Like, MMOs are cool on the PC, but games like Division and Destiny aren't really my cup of tea. Yeah, because, like, like MMOs, MOBAs, stuff like that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, because I like feeling like the only person in the universe that can save it. I don't need you know to be gunning down these dudes, feeling really awesome, and then this level five hundred comes rolling by, takes them out for me, and it's like get good scrub. Right. And then it goes back. I, I don't. I'm I'm sure the game, with the success of like Metal Gear Online, I'm sure the game will have some kind of online play, which might factor into that, right? Like. If the game is something completely different from the multiplayer, it's good. like Metal Gear Online, then I think it's, it has potential to be really awesome. <laughs> Even if the multiplayer is like very Division-esque, with like a hint of like Uncharted Online, you know, that fast-paced, oh, yeah. crazy yeah. jumping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncharted I think it'd be awesome. But what I want to see out of the single player is mostly like, you know, suspense. <gasps> Hail to the king, baby! Trophy! Have you ever watched yourself do that? <laughs> no, I'm not watching it. That's probably a good thing. I got a feeling I'd look kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> you got a feeling, do you? Now, uh, I, I want to see, like, you know, like I was telling you, like, suspense and, and that, like, creepy sci-fi feel. Like, I got a, like, a Ridley Scott uh, Prometheus meets Aliens feel from the trailer. And I'm glad you didn't say Prometheus. I did say Prometheus. Thank you. Oh, you did? Oh, I too. Well, it looks like. Out. I mean, if you like, if you watch the intro to Prometheus, like the just the colors and the atmosphere. That's what that trailer looked like. Oh yeah. Okay. Like the. That's aesthetic. what I got from it. Yeah. Oh, the aesthetic. Okay. Aesthetically. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Not I got like, you. you know, plus you had like the weird looking aliens in the sky and the, the aliens. Uh, I heard Nick likes aliens. Ugh. They're his favorite. That's such a terrifying voice. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it. For I think I can. Ha- I think I can handle aliens if they talk to me like that. Hey, we're gonna probe you. Uh, I'm not okay with it, but since you sound What's like What's up, that, Nicholas? Sound like Duke Nukem. Can not. I stick something in your butt? Uh, that's just your question. <laughs> oh, and uh, last thing, real quick. Uh, right. Indigo that's Prophecy oh by Quantic gosh. Dreams, the guys that are developing Detroit Become Human. 
Yes. Have uh, the Indica Prophecy coming out PS2 to PS4. Get out of my way, ladies. That's, That's exciting. Uh, Heavy Rain developer? Yes. The, oh, gosh. Rain. So uh, what's so the other one you like? Beyond Two Souls? Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. So. Yep, I'm very excited about this. Uh, I, I want to go ahead and throw this out there. I love the PS2 to PS4 program. Um, I love getting these old games that I adore. Right. Again, with 1080p's and uh, trophy support. I dig that. And so, uh, for me, you know, this is awesome. I, I bought, what did I just buy? I bought some of uh, those games. I bought Primal, which I think I talked about on the show already. Um, what did I buy this week? Oh, I bought Siren. Siren came PS2 to PS4. Right. Um, I was like, I hey, you're right. going to play with my balls. Yeah. I was, thinking, I was talking about pool, man. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you were. But uh, anyways, I, I don't know. I just, I love that program. And I will, I have bought a crap ton of games. And I will continue to buy them. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, uh, anecdotally, like, the um, PS2, PS4 games, they're upscaled 1080p. But I could, you can definitely still tell age, right? Yeah, well. Yeah. And that's definitely a nod to like developers now who focus on things like frame rate and resolution. Because like play Max Payne, like whenever you turn and the camera turns with you. It's a little choppy it's every now still, again. Well, not so much yeah. choppy, but it's kind of blurry. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a while for like, because our eyes now are so so used to seeing like. So used to seeing dude. High, <laughs> high res games. You know? I do want to say the first, the, the prologue, the first part of this game, technically the first level, it looks great. To this day, still looks great. No, yeah. This does. game gradually starts to look worse the longer you play it. Uh, there's levels where, it, like, graphically, <laughs> it just does not look good. <laughs> wow, dude, the the stuff in this game is hilarious. Like, like the crap that's in there. Like, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Hey. I had Tanner. I texted Tanner. Had him move the screen over a little bit because I didn't want to interrupt you again. I was, I'm trying not to be as rude. Uh, look at my statue of my dude. You can get this in the collector's edition. Carpe Nucle, hey, yeah. baby. So uh, now we move on to Super Mega Rapid Fire. It's our E3 recap reactions. Let's do this. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of cool stuff. Um, this, this is how you can tell when it's a good game. It's like when it actually shows reflection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you see your feet? Can you see your feet? Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you can see your feet, your hands, everything. Like The thing about Dude Nukem is, no matter how much people crap on this game, like how many floors are on there? Look at this. Little, they, they, there's so much detail. Go up. <laughs> it only goes to 69. Because it's Dude Nukem. You know? Like, yes, everything, that's funny. everything in this game is done done well. Johnny Elinaman, which is like all of the... The, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this. It's so awesome. Um, anyways, so we're going to go through our uh, super mega rapid fire, baby. We're going to do the uh, the the recap on um, the conferences. Now, I tried my best to put most of these in order, but there was a certain point in time where I just stopped caring about it. It's like, you know what? We're just going to go through the list. It is what it is. Baby. So, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, so, we recap uh, EA's conference. Super boring, um, but they did have some some good stuff in there. Like Battlefield One, a lot of people were excited about that. Yeah. It looks fantastic. T Bird, what you say about Battlefield One, man? Oh my god, I can't I can't wait for it, dude. That's, that's a day one purchase. Day, yeah, definitely. You get you get lead and zeppelins and horses. Which that zeppelin crashing down onto that village was amazing. Yeah, Spoiler that, alert. That's definitely uh, probably everyone's. When I hear commentary on that conference, everybody said that zeppelin baby. Uh, now, did they show like? Gameplay footage 
Or was it like the same trailer we've been wa- we've been watching? So that's a different. That's a different one. Oh, is oh, it a different geez. trailer? Yeah. What's I thought it was. I, I thought I'd seen that one before already. Or it maybe may they, they just showed an extended version of it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They gave it a little taste, and then like, they showed the actual trailer of it. Gotcha. Okay. So it was, it was, well, I love it. Uh, more Star Wars stuff with like DLC. Well, okay, we got we got so they're they showed a little bit of Star Wars stuff. It's obvious that we're gonna get a battlefield. I mean, a Battlefront two. And didn't they say Motive is working on the? I think Motive is working on the story mode for a new Star Wars, which leads to leads us to believe that that's the um, yeah. Battlefront two. Right. And then they showed a clip of Visceral Star Wars game, the third person action Star Wars game. I think that was the one. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was. So either way, um, and is it? Which studio is Amy Henning working for now? Visceral. It is Visceral? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Amy Henning, the, uh, I think she was the writer for the first three Uncharted's. Okay. Uh, she also did one of the Soul Reaver games, which we found out la- that last week. That was pretty cool. Um, so, she's writing the story for this new Star Wars. It's a standalone Star-, standalone Star Wars game in the universe, but it has its own characters. So, it's not going to be, you know, starring... Luke Skywalker, yeah, a, a, you know, jerk which like is that, fine. So. Like, if you remember, like the um, Jedi Outcast and all, and then uh, Jedi Academy, you had uh, well, Jedi Academy you created your own character, but the Jedi Outcast, you had, you you played uh, Cal Katarn, which so was like their own character that was created. I think he was from the the, the books. I could be could be mistaken. Don't quote me on it, but uh, he was a really cool character, um, very Han Solo ish, like. From the looks and you know aesthetic, except he had a beard, which is kind of cool. And he learned force powers, and you had you use lightsabers with force powers. So those games were amazing. I wish they really, I wish they bring it back. But uh, if that, if this new Star Wars game is gonna be anything like that, I'm sold. So word. And then we had uh, EA Originals, and this is not in any kind of order, by the way. We're kind of jumping all around here. Um, but they had the EA Originals program, where you're gonna get more things like Yarny and Yarny Two and. <laughs> Are you drawing a sink? It looks like a faucet. Man, it's hard to draw like a penis on with this. How do you finish? Out there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that got. There's a lot to take away from that, right? Yeah, there was. I'm gonna take a drink to that. <laughs> oh my God, is that an autograph? Yeah, for a, for a kid. That was his autograph. He God, was my. Okay, moving on. I, I Duke Johnson. All right. <laughs> So then they show the game Fee or Faye. They were, they called it both. Um, they, no one knows how to pronounce it. Right. I, I, I don't... No one else can have these but me. You know, I don't know. It looks like all these other super artsy-fartsy indie games. Um, right, gotcha. It's very much like, meh. Uh, More FIFA. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> Xbox only. Which uh, that, There's actually a huge fan <laughs> base a for that game. Oh, yeah, for that one day I had a brain fart and <laughs> you thought it was yeah yeah oh god yeah. Uh, so FIFA has a huge fan base and I hear it's actually a really fun sports game for just some nonsensical plug and play action. So. I watched um I watched uh football football some FIFA football uh, while I was eating Chinese the other day. What'd you it like? Was, it was it was football football. It's football. And not, it was like hailing real bad, and they had to delay the game, and dudes were like in a locker room a whole bunch of the time. It's kind of weird. I guess they played. Right. They played in the locker room. <laughs> I guess that's what, people, that's what people like about it. Like we do, we know, we know pussy. We play football in the locker room. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Was it just like a cinematic hey. trailer? Yeah, just like, it's more like just, an announcement. Just like, a little bit. It's like, by the way, we, we know if we don't show it, you're going to freak the F out. So. Here's some by stuff. the way, if we don't show it, you'll dock our uh, conference points. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we had uh, Madden and everyone's favorite esports talk. Of course. Which, you know, this is the thing that kills me right here. It's like, uh, yeah, beat that guy up. He's a total jerkwad. Um, yeah, esports is a thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> For all you guys listening Whoa. to Remember Loot on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Duke Nukem just beat up a bully. So, hey, you gotta talk to that guy. Oh. I got you, fam. Mm-hmm. But, uh, eh, eh. <gasps> trophy! Trophy, 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 trophy! I thought I said nobody likes a wiener. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, they do. He autographed one earlier. Oh, okay. Um, so anyways, uh, so Madden Esports, like everyone that I hear commentate and talk about this, like craps on the esports stuff. And like, is it just me or is it just that like, like esports is kind of being forced on us? Are we like being force fed esports? A little bit. I mean, there are a lot of people that are out there that, that buy into sports games. I uh, have been a hardcore gamer my whole life and I have occasionally sat down and played a sports game. Like uh, Madden, NCAA, just for fun, especially during football season. Like, do you want to compete doing it? No, definitely not. Because I feel like the way that they force this esports stuff on us is that, like, it's almost like, hey, everybody, here, if you play games enough, you'll be an e- you'll be an esports person. And I'm, just, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like I know it's a focus. I know it's a thing, but like, I just, I wonder, is like. Where is the right place for for us to hear about esports? Because it seems like every every time I hear about it, I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to hear about it at well, PSX. I don't want to hear about it at E3. I don't want to hear yeah. about it at Gamescom. I don't want to hear about it at Comic Con. Uh, I feel like they do, they do. There are like sh- feeding it to us with a shovel, but like you don't ever really hear about like Capcom Pro League, like you know, like Pro Fighters, um, at like E3 or anything. Yeah, and. Like especially like even when, when Street Fighter was announced at E3, like they were never like, Street "Hey, we're releasing Fighter. this for the hardcore esports, esports, Capcom, esports, 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 esports." Yeah, exactly. Uh, so maybe they, they should find a way to do this kind of under the radar because we know about it, we know it exists, and there's people out there that are very interested with it and keeps up with like the teams that compete and stuff. Yeah, there's like whole TV shows for it now, TV but networks. You shouldn't spend thirty minutes at an E3 conference explaining it and talking about it, like because not everyone's interested in that. Right. And it, I think I feel like it's a waste. You know, like if you want to announce a new Madden. Or something like that. That's cool. That's fine. But I don't know. I felt like I get a little too carried away with it. But then again, that's just us talking. Like that doesn't interest us. There's probably a podcast out there dedicated to just esports. So, all right. And then we got Titanfall Two. Now, would you guys say Yay. that Titanfall Two is going to move units? Mm, probably not. As far as I'm not talking about consoles. I'm talking about like you. you I mean, like, had, did we already miss? Is Titanfall 2 going to come out and do really well, or is Titanfall 2... Because this will release like three weeks outside of Battlefield 1, which which to me is... Yeah. I feel like this. I feel like Titanfall had its chance. It came out content light, multiplayer. It was the first of the multiplayer-only wave that we received that started this whole crap storm. People right. like me don't play games like that, you know, except for the rare occasion, but even then, who knows how long it's going to last. No one plays Titanfall anymore. Now, they're giving Titanfall 2 a uh, story mode proper, but 
like, have we already missed our window? Because immediately after, you got Battlefield 1. So I feel like even if Titanfall 2 comes out and has a campaign and does well, it's immediately going to be crushed by its by a you know it's someone yeah. in its own portfolio. Right. Here's the thing about Titanfall. The first Titanfall, regardless of what anyone has to say about it, sold well. People really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, could have been better, sure. Any, any game could be better. No game's perfect, but a lot of people are also angry at the fact that it was exclusive. Because you know we kind of live in a world now where like we're we're tired of seeing exclusives. We want to see you know it open up and and people, uh, everyone it, to enjoy it, at least third party exclusives. I feel like you know first party yeah, exclusives yeah, yeah, are you know that is what it is. That's why yeah. I, choo- I mean if a Sony it. yeah if a Sony Entertainment uh, <clears throat> company uh, makes a a game it's obviously gonna be exclusive. But like but I feel you third party exclusives yeah. kind of are annoying because it's like. You know, so oh, well, which console are you going to be on this this year? You know, yeah, like uh, going back to Dead Rising, like Dead Rising. I, I said my prediction was it was not going to be exclusive anymore, mm-hmm. and it's not, sort of, technically. You know, technically, but it, it's one of those things where it's like, well, it's exclusive for a period of time. Same thing for Tomb Raider, you know, mm-hmm. and like Street Fighter being exclusive to Sony, I'm sure it burns a few biscuits out there. But yeah. it's, you, you got one. That, it's a situation it, where it's sold very underwhelming. Yeah, and but then you get a situation where well, Sony also helped fund that game, right? So it's like it, yeah, I don't necessarily think that that's the case with Titanfall. I think it's just uh, marketing dollars got thrown toward. It. Anyway, I I, I just uh, if you were off the cuff, you know, what I'm saying, what would you guys grade that con that that conference on a scale of one to ten? Six. I said about six, yeah, about five, yeah. five or six. Somewhere I was thinking about a five, you know. Yeah, it was it was think, not bad. It was just Battlefield One saved it, but we already knew about Battlefield One, so it wasn't like a it wasn't surprising. Cool. Now uh, Titanfall Two was probably a saving grace, I think, because uh, we had heard about it leading up to it, but we weren't, yeah. weren't we weren't showing anything. And the fact that they came out and said, "Hey, there's a Titanfall Titanfall Two coming. Here's some gameplay footage. Oh, and by the way, it's going to have a campaign." And people really respect that. all the things that had technically leaked, but yeah. they did confirm it. It's cool. I'd say my takeaway as far as favorite game out of that conference is, uh, I think Battlefield One. You know, I like Battlefield games. I don't ever play their online, their multiplayer, but I do enjoy their games. Uh, there's a lot of games I probably should play the multiplayer, but I just don't ever make the time for it. So, fair enough. And then we got Bethesda. Now I watched yeah. Bethesda's conference. Uh, and it was good. I was really, really hoping for Evil Within Two. I was like, yeah, a lot of people thought it was gonna happen. I was hope, I was, but you know what? It's still early, and we mm-hmm. know they're working on it. We've heard the rumors. P six? No, no, I don't know, man. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Either way, and I don't know that it was Evil down. Within Two. I, I I heard it sold well. I don't have any numbers or any proof on that, but I heard it sold well. But I don't know what well it, you know what that constitutes as. So it, could it be released it announced? From now to the next E3, who knows? Is it a Gamescom title? That's probably a good place for it. Because you got to think, you know, we still have more conferences coming up. So, right. Um, but, you know, they, I'll say I'll start it off with Quake Champions. I know you're a Quake friend, fan, Fran. Oh, yeah. I know you're Quake friendly. Uh, and you were excited about Quake. Mm-hmm. But then they said PC. PC exclusive, yeah. You know. PC Master Race, Big Mike. Ooh. If you're if you're listening, you're yeah, I'm sure he's excited because you know, that, like with Quake, they're like, you know what, we're not even locking the frame rate. We're gonna leave it unlocked, and you can have. Yeah, I gotta say though, that cinematic trailer looks awesome. It looked cool, but you know what it reminded me of? 
Unreal Championship. Yeah. With uh, Dom. Well, it wasn't Dom, but it was like the character. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that guy looked like one of the Gears of War characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, if the game runs anything like Doom. Like the oh, Doom, I'm sure. The Doom campaign. That or better. I'm yeah. sure. Um, maybe not so much like aesthetically, but like gameplay-wise, you know? No, now, maybe sure not so fast. much the Doom multiplayer, because from from what I've been reading and hearing is the Doom multiplayer was actually developed by a separate company. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens uh, a lot. Yeah. A lot of people farm out their multiplayer stuff. But the Doom multiplayer is just, in my opinion, not good. Eh, I only watched you guys play the beta, and I was not interested. Yeah. But um, the, the single player was fantastic. And if the Quake... If Quake runs anything like the Doom single player, I think it's going to be a great game. Gotcha. What about the uh, Elder Scrolls online card game? I can give two turds. Neat. I didn't even know that was announced. I, I got to be honest, I missed, missed it. That I missed it. I, I completely <laughs> missed that one. The ESO card game. Um, I'm not a card game guy, so I could... Wait, wait, wait. wait. You talking about Gwent? There was no, a, no, no, there was no, a Gwent no, game. That was later. That was, later. That was another card that's game. That's not... Okay. I got you. Two card games? That Two card games. Oh, my three. gosh. Come on. Well, you know, Hearthstone's a big deal. So maybe... I mean, people like card games. I don't, but, you know, whatever. Um, then you got Fallout 4 DLC, the Nuka World, and then yes. the Fallout Shelter, you know what I'm saying, going to PC. And I'm going to go ahead and grab another one of the things later on. They, you know, We're talking about they had Fallout 4 coming to VR uh, for the Vive. Um, That's neat. That'd know. be a neat game to be on VR. I could see... Uh, if there's a game that belongs with VR, it's probably Fallout. Now, here's my question. It's going to be trippy. Is it going to yeah. run worth a crap? Because it doesn't run good on the console. So, uh, If it's if it's going to be on PlayStation, it should run fine. No, no, it's only going to run on uh, no, Vive. So, okay, so is Vive, Vive not going to be compatible with any consoles? No, no, no. Any it's of the updated PC. consoles that are coming nope. out or whatever? Nope, PC. Hmm. PC, bro. You PC, bro? Yeah, it should run fine then. It runs fine on PC. Yeah. Especially for the, the amount of money you're going to be paying for that. Compared to like PSVR. So. Also, I'm going to tie this one in alongside the Fallout VR. Ooh, we got some Doom, Doom VR. Oh, too soon? I think I missed that one completely. I did miss that one too. Well, they had like a little booth uh, booth set up for it. I actually had to go back and double check because I heard uh, on some commentary on the show and they were talking about the Doom VR. And I was like, well, I thought I saw it. <laughs> look, at, <laughs> those are hundred pound dumbbells. That's some collie muscle right there. Yeah, that full range of motion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, if we were playing this on PS4 right now, we could make videos just strictly of him working out. We oh, could, we could screenshot, you know, him with hundred pound dumbbells. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you, like yeah, good job. You, know, you can actually pick up weight plates and add them to the barbell. Oh no way! Yeah, you can add uh, more weight plates if you've got there's. there's yeah, oh, you can right. stack all of them. On there. <laughs> There's dead alien slime everywhere. Yeah, so. um, yeah uh, Doom VR. Uh, I completely I missed that. that. Like I said, uh, multiplayer DLC announced for Doom. It's not even more snap maps. Map. Oh wait, no. Yeah, <laughs> did you do the snap maps? Do it. No, Drop I didn't. Um, like I said, I, I rented the game from Redbox. <laughs> I powered through the campaign. Absolutely loved it. it took me about eight to ten hours, something like that. Um, which is about the the average length. Uh, so good, I loved it so much. It was definitely a nod to the old school Doom games, that fast paced. I don't need just a spot. Destroy everything. Um, like, I think that game gets really cool when you get like the super shotgun, the double barrel, because that's like a vintage Doom weapon, right? Yeah. Like, get as close as possible as you can to your enemy and just blow their face off. I absolutely love that. 
Um, wasn't too excited about the Doom DLC because I'm I am have zero interest in the multiplayer, which wasn't good in my opinion. And it may be too soon, but I think they should announce some some single player DLC. I think it would it would do well. Well, whenever the here's I know it charted, um, but I can't imagine there. My I, and this is just strictly conjecture here, but like whenever they said, you know, we're giving you the fir- for this whole week. You know, obviously when you hear this, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, um, you will. This is already over with. But they said for this entire E3 week, you know, you could uh, download the first level of Doom and play the whole thing. And they said, you know, download it, give it a shot. You know, and it was like, although the guy speaking sounded very, uh, like, sympath- I don't know, about sympathetic, but it, it definitely sounded very much like we're not happy with how well this sold, but. We're convinced that if you try it out, you'll buy it. That was that was like the way it spoke to me when he was talking about. You know, what I'm saying. Oh snap! Uh, Doom. Yeah, yeah. Well, Doom sold very well physically. It's charted, but like his yeah. message didn't speak. Yeah. They didn't. He wasn't like he was coming out touting how well it did. Yeah. It came out sounding very much like we wanted to do better. So here's a demo. We're confident in it. I, I honestly think that game uh, could have done better had it not been a victim of critics. Because a lot of people shied away from the 7.5. Which I think if you, if you shy away from a game because of 7.5, you don't have any business playing games anyways. You're an idiot. Yeah. Seven, on a scale of 1 to 10, you know what I'm saying? Anything over 5 is, is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if it's under a 5, then you, know, you might want to think twice about it. Yeah. And I can understand like kind of yeah. waiting to get a game to see... What it's about, you know. But Overwatch um, not, also came out right in that same window too. So. That too, yeah, sure. But I mean, you had a, you had this these critics over here reviewing Overwatch. You also had these critics over here reviewing Doom, and this was like the consensus consensus of it, you know. Um, I don't agree with the reviews. I I waited years for that game. I went out and rented it, and played it, and I absolutely loved it. It's a good game. Um, most of the people I talked to that played it really enjoyed the game. So. Um, yeah, moving on. Then they got that Skyrim Special Edition. Ah, yes. Thank you, For the record, there's a trophy if you can get a million points. Yeah, I know. Pinball. I think I have it on Xbox. Um, so, uh, this thing looked good, but I got I got to be 100% honest. The way they showed that trailer was stupid as freak. The... Super light rays. Oh, the, the god light rays. The god light rays. Yeah, <laughs> glitter in the air. Like I'm like. I don't okay. know what that was. But I like it. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, know what a god light ray is. I'll play god it. Cool. It looked cool, but I was like, oh my god, this is the dumbest thing. The, the god light rays was foreshadowing of uh, Kratos' return. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But here's the thing: you, there's mods for that kind of stuff. Already. Horse armor. Yeah, horse armor. Yeah. I don't know. Man. I was like, like wait, I'm where? not. I'm not like opposed. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I've never. I never got into Skyrim. I owned it on PS3, and you, you got the wrong version of that. right, and then got rid of it. So you know, and again, I, I like not knocking the game. I'm excited for that it's going to be remastered and remastered properly. You have to to play a game like that. You have to really nerd yourself. You have to really. We're playing Duke Nukem. You have to you know. Well, <laughs> d- d- yeah, but uh, no, d- this game is like. Really you, this is one of the games where you're like you go around high, your high school calling everyone nerds, but then you go home and play Magic the Gathering. Like this is that kind of nerd nerdum. 
Speaking of nerds. But maybe not so much. It's it's good. Game. <laughs> all right, We're now all this, here. this one's definitely my favorite announcement of the entire Bethesda conference. Uh, the re-reveal of Prey. It's, yeah. been re- it's not Prey 2. It's re- been rebranded. Which is um, really cool. The really trailer cool. didn't actually look that great to me. Like I wasn't like, oh my god, because the original Prey 2 trailer looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Prey <laughs> looks awesome. Right. Not as yeah. awesome as Prey 2 would have, but I really enjoyed the first Prey. Right. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people I'm said that the, the trailer was a little underwhelming, <gasps> but they're excited. Excited of a re-release of Prey. I mean, I'm excited. I'm so. excited because it's been in limbo of, like, never going to come out forever. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. That trailer wasn't as good as the last one. And if you go back, I mean, I would love to do a, you know, us play through Prey because that game was cool. So I guess you could say so here's a- gets high praise. Ooh. Mm. Now here's a, uh, there was a golden opportunity for oh, Bethesda. I think they really dropped the ball. Dishonored 2. They announced it way too early. They announced it like a month, month and a half before E3. I think they should have kept that one. I don't know why they closed the conference with a 30-minute demo of it. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I think if they would have kept that one and closed the conference with like a a trailer, I think the fans would be really, really excited. Because that was a good game. It was highly praised. A lot of people loved it. So, I mean, honestly and truthfully, it... If it was me, if I was putting together their conference, I I would have closed with Prey or the Skyrim special edition. I might would have pray, I might would have uh, closed with Skyrim. Close with Quake. When didn't they open with it though? Yeah, they should. I mean, well, yeah. You, you got to start the height somewhere. That's so true. That's true. I would have. Uh, like, and they also threw in the Elder Scrolls expansion for twenty minutes, mm-hmm. which was would- yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think they should have saved that one. That would have been awesome. I think that uh, Dishonored should have gotten half the time, maybe a quarter of the time. I'll be honest. I've heard so much about Dishonored from so many different outlets. I'm Dishonored out. Like <laughs> I, I have, have. I have it. I started it. It's really cool. We should borrow it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about the second one. Yeah, I own the first one. Already? You've heard that much hype about it already? Oh, my gosh, dude. Games, well, I mean, uh, the- Game Informer did an entire like, month of coverage as the cover story. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they're, okay. they do Q&A podcast on it like every time you turn around it's dishonored 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 yeah and then, then, then it was like you know a 30 minute showing of it and i'm like eh, I'm, I'm not like hating it looks cool but yeah you know i'm just that's what really scared well it kind of scares me at the same time i don't really care because i have the game pre-ordered but that's what scares me about last guardian because i feel like it's gonna be a victim of 10 hype. years of overhype that game yeah. will never critics are going to destroy that game mm-hmm. like Simply because of the expectations are so high, that game. Yeah. Like, like well, again, the order. The, the, the expectations were so high, you could never and, ever. Leave, and, I couldn't believe that Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain did as good as it did. Yeah. Because that one was like hyped to the max as well. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like people are expecting a next Shadow of the Colossus, but they're going to get like a eco. Which isn't bad. Eco was a good game, but Shadow of the Eco. Yeah, or like <laughs> Eco of the Colossus. Like it's, uh, I don't not now. It could be a brilliant story. It could be you know, it could be a really awesome ten to twelve hour campaign. I hope it's not that short, but you know, um, I like short games. Yeah, me too. 
But I like short games because I like to get through games. But then again, I, to get to your next game. When, when I have a game that I love, then I'm like, oh god, it's so short. Um, so, so me we'll, treating you Witcher three probably wouldn't have been a good idea. You know what? I'll get. I, I own it on both consoles and have yet to put more than two hours in either. So, um, what would you guys off the cuff give Bethesda's conference? Nine. Nine. I give it eight. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna give it six. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we got some. Can I change mine? Let's <laughs> Yeah, you guys must have been high on that. Uh, on that designer then. Well, I, I really liked uh, the Skyrim remaster. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, screaming yeah. for that, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, and I, Quake. I, even though I don't own a PC, the fact that they announced it and they showed this really awesome cinematic trailer, I was like, yes, Quake. I'll never be able to play it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> then again, then again, new consoles. It might it might be one of those things that they know something we don't. So, like the Scorpio comes with Quake. Mm. You can play Quake on your Scorpio today. Teraflops. Only if you have a 4K Here TV. Here at Xbox and Windows 10, we're all about the teraflops. That's a great Phil Spencer. You know, I didn't start hearing about teraflops until recently. You know why? Because that, like, I, I, I listen. Okay, first off. Okay, well, no, 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 no. Let me back up. Let's wait until we get there. Let's wait until we get there. Marty Sleever from IGN is convinced that's a made-up word. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, moving on. Ubisoft. Can we just uh, skip it? They well, no, they had some good stuff. Let's just skip it. They had some good stuff. No, don't lie to yourself. Come on now, they had good stuff. Tanner, we know you're a closet Just Dance fan. <laughs> they opened up a show no. Dan- Just Dance, and, and it was, Tanner would couldn't sit still. <laughs> Tanner was like, "Oh my no. god, my dream come true! I'm oh my gonna, god, Just Dance!" I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch it because I saw so many weird things about it. <laughs> You're like Stranger so, Danger. So whoa, whoa, whoa. Stranger Danger, no. So basically, you made your decision off of someone else's review? No, I just didn't pay attention to anything. No, it's based <laughs> on what he was seeing. I saw I saw some weird things, and I didn't like the weird things. So I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a bit outlandish. Yeah. Just a little bit. But uh, <laughs> Just Dance. I actually own a Just Dance game. I, you know, I honestly... Years ago, a couple years ago, not now, but I think that like you would have been all over that just dance. Yeah, I don't. I need to be on it now. <laughs> uh, now I, oh, for no. Christmas actually, I got a just dance game because my uh, my wife went over to a friend's house and played it and got hooked. And uh, she won one, so we got her one for for Christmas. And uh, I got my camera when I started streaming and. CLV. It's sitting on my shelf. I have yet to, oh, to well, play. Oh, so you you currently have it. I currently have AJ's oh, wow. Let's play. Could you imagine doing a podcast while playing Let's Dance? No. That won't happen. That will not happen. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Don't you go putting a no. poll in our Facebook group either. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. That game looks really fun. It looks good. It looks I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I, I, did, I hated the like very very scripted uh, demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, like I can see us playing Ghost Recon and being like, like, oh my god, shoot that dude in the dude. Holy crap! Oh, look at that dude! Oh my god! Oh my god. Thinking, I, sh- blah, blah, blah. I yeah. shot that dude in my spaz and he went flying off the roof. These guys are like Alpha Zero Beta fish. On your six, on your six, on your six, coming around your flank. Yeah, I, I oh. that like that doesn't meh. That doesn't mean anything to me. But uh, the game looks really fun. The game looks cool. When you shoot enemies, they die. Then see, that's what I like. That's you can suck it, uh, division. <laughs> there's a difference difference between an RPG and a, just a standard third person shooter. Well, you, there's RPGs out there that actually people die. There's a difference between 
The Division, and Destiny, and every other game in the world. I'm just kidding. No, because actually in Destiny you could one-shot certain enemies. Yeah, you know what? You can one-shot people in Duke Nukem. South Park. The Fractured Butthole. Um, <laughs> the Fractured Butthole. I or watched... Butthole. Now, I, you guys know I don't watch South Park. Um, I don't I, watch South Park in years. I love their style of humor, but they're just a tad bit too vulgar. Something you can play with your kids? <laughs> yeah, I, I got kids, and I don't ever really watch TV. Um, and the TV I do consume consists of Power Rangers, uh, wrestling, and the occasional trashy reality show that my wife wants to watch. And you give I me crap for watching anime. Bar Rescue. Tanner, I give you crap for watching anime because you lock yourself in your room. You do not respond to text messages. Trophy! Eat freaking juice, trophy! You lock yourself in your room. You do not respond to text messages. And you come back to work saying you watched 25 hours of anime in a 24-hour day. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. <laughs> He's dual-screening <laughs> animes. Animes um, for nerds. You're dang right it is. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, so I watched the South Park demo, and it's really interesting. And I love their style of humor, even though they are, like I said, a tad bit too vulgar for me. Um, but God almighty. <laughs> like, I don't know that I could. I don't know that I can it, sit through it and play it. Yeah, other than like the humor and the vulgarness and all, like the gameplay looks really cool. It looks updated from the last one. Like it's it got like this strategy type, like grid based RPG, kind of like the old like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool how like posi- positioning your characters on like certain parts of the grid and attacking an enemy, you can gain bonus um, attack damage from like knocking them into objects or yeah. knocking them into each other. I think that's the brilliant. Super moves were cool. I like the story. The, yeah, the character creation I think is awesome. Like how they uh, chose to be like a speedy Flash type character, and he's got like a bicycle helmet, and like a cape. I just think that's brilliant. Um, and uh, go check out the trailer if you're a fan of it uh, and you and you want to play it. Pre-order it today on uh, I, th- I think it's on Xbox Live too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on everything. Um, on everything, you get and you the, get uh, the first game free. Yep, which I think it's so just cool. Stick and I'm free. really really tempted to do that. That's that's such a good deal. Yeah, and see, I, I really wanted to. Okay, this is my. It was my dilemma. I wanted to play the Stick of Truth because everybody said it's so good. But again, you know the weird abortion part and the the a little distasteful for you. <laughs> the weird man sex stuff in the game. I hear about some of that. And I'm like, you know what? I really actually am not interested in this because I will never finish it. I'll never play it. I'll get to that point and go, okay, this sucks. This is dumb. We don't talk about man sex. <laughs> so, it's one of those things to where, like, there's things about it that I wanna, I'll, I'll, I'm interested in, but then there's stuff that it's not. Right. Then you got Tricky's favorite, The Division, moving on, Eagle Flight. Okay. <laughs> Anecdotally, <laughs> I love that word, by the way. Uh, the Division, like, they moving announced on. the new DLC, and they didn't, they didn't give us details at all. You can go underground. That's already, it, actually. Yeah. You just go in the subways and you, you fight yeah. people. There's like a whole other world underground. I'm sure there's some Ninja Turtles. Is it the Light Zone? It's the Manhattan Project. Man tells me. Like, they didn't give us any details. They should have mm-hmm. sent a Max trailer. Oh, you know what? By the way, I did want to add, my favorite part of the entire Terrible. Ubisoft com- uh, conference was Aisha Taylor. Isn't that yeah. her name? She's really awesome. She's yeah. funny. She's really funny. She was hilarious. Oh, 
Uh, I wanted to say this too. The worst part of the conference, worse than the Just Dance, was the Star Trek stuff. Holy crap, that was awful. Yeah. What was um, it? So they, they showed some, some VR stuff, like Eagle Flight. Eagle Flight? Uh, nah, I'll take demo. Here's the thing take about Eagle Flight. Like, it's going to launch with all the VR stuff, if I'm not mistaken. But like, it's like a capture the flag kind of thing with in your eagles and you fly and you wear VR. Oh. <laughs> but like... I would... Honestly, truthfully, you you'd better give people that game. Like that should come packed in with it. I would no love for sports. us to immerse ourselves in a room, all playing Eagles Flight, so we can all scream random bird noises as we're as we're capturing then, the flag. Then we get sad because then we realize we should just actually be outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine us playing uh, Eagles Flight, just going ah ah the whole time? Yes. I mean, I do that playing normal games. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, caw, caw! Oh, like, here I come! Like, noises that Holy Eagles clearly don't I make. didn't even think about how fun it would be to play that because we would be so ridiculous. So, Eagles Flight looked like it. I'd be a crow or a raven. <laughs> it looked like You'd a... You'd probably be an eagle. <laughs> Just taking a guess on that one. Fly like an eagle. Uh, but so, I be. Eagles Flight to me looks like a good like tech demo. Star Trek looks like a bad demo. Okay, Star Trek. First off, they show a video of people sitting in a room playing Star Trek. Those are cast from the Star Trek. I know. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you know what we can do better than that to sell this game? Showtime. Let's have one of them come out and talk about it all over again. It was like, oh my god, please kill me now. This is not good. stupid. I bet to the right people the, that'd be a rad game. The though. concept of that is going to appeal to diehard Star Trek fans, which is fine. Star Trek's pretty neat. And then, I mean, they need, you know I'm saying, something for the Trekkies because there's so many Star Wars but there's, games. There's out. also a lot of really bad Star Trek games out there. They really... Yeah, Battle it's Front? been so long since we had a good Star... It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Star Trek Battlefield. Um... But aesthetically, this game looks really bad. I remember what it looks do. like a really, really crappy game. Uh, now, it looks so who basic. knows? It could be fun to sit there and hit buttons. But think about this: you got to have four people uh-huh. to ha- buy VR, or you're a one lonely Captain Kirk. Buy this game, <laughs> and then go hit all the buttons together. Um, another tech demo-ish they showed that they're really trying to sell us a steep. Now, Steve's actually not a tech demo. Steve's a whole game. It is. I'm saying it looks like a very pretty tech demo. Because, uh, you know, like you can do these really cool things. He got another! <laughs> now I just I brace for it. Thank you for letting me know when you're going to do it. So you don't scare the Jesus. I got to change up every every time. Because if I do the same thing, you know, the people are going to be like, oh, here's another trophy. Every time they get a trophy, he just does trophy stuff. You do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it looks fun, um, especially like when people are sliding down the mountain and they hit trees and they go flying. Yeah, uh, that's probably all I would do in the game. Everything else is kind of like, okay, I can retrace the path I took in this course. I can send it to my friends to challenge them. But like, how often? Who really does, who that? Really does, who that? Really does that? Who cares about that? You know, you know, the only time any of this multiplayer hot garbage has ever mattered is in Trials Fusion. When you run a le- run a rap up, uh, run, run a rap on a rap around, the rapper, Iraq, rap the rapper, confirm PSX, boom. Um, whenever you run a lap on a race, you'll see the silhouette of your people on your friends list and when the time that they ran it. No. So when I was playing Trials Fusion on Expo, Get off me. I would race T Bird, my brother. Uh, shout out Derek Vanderkirko. You know what I'm saying, and all of our buddies. 
And I would see their silhouettes, and I would make sure that I beat their time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The The game looks pretty fun. Uh, I might rent it. If it's rentable, when it comes out, just to try it. Uh, definitely a rental for me, just oh. to have some mindless fun with you guys. Uh, it's tomorrow. Oh, actually, today, the 17th, is when VR demos start hitting stores. That's right. That's right. That's it does. Right. Yeah. Here, my gear. It's go to GameStop. Are you demo. going to have one at your store? No, I feel like store, if we y'all store's not the big, not a big one. Mm-mm. No, it's going to be at the big stores or now Best Buy will. You can set up appointments now or tomorrow. Is it appointment based? Yeah, Best Buy is. What's you can big, set up cool. What's the I biggest one? Really dig that because I don't want pink eye. <laughs> I heard they make face condoms for uh, VR. If they get VR at your store, I'm farting in your VR so Please. you get pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I won't wear it. Uh, what's <laughs> the biggest? What's the biggest GameStop we have around here? Uh, two notch. Okay. Oh, really? Broad River is big. Yeah, two notch is the biggest one. I will be going well, there. I mean, you know, we should go there. It's we should. A big one. We should film us doing that. Holy crap! We should. We should. Let's Somebody. play VR. <laughs> they won't be able to see what we're playing. Live in a GameStop. <laughs> it's just us with a VR on. We'll put a GoPro in there with our yeah. face. <laughs> All right. So, last but not least, and if we missed anything else, well, we had Trials Blood Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got that right right here. I, eh. Shout out to whatever podcast I was listening to, and they called that out of the dark. Yeah, shout out because yeah, oh, I can't remember who it was. I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because I, I want to say it was the kind of funny games cast. It mm. was, but it was one of those because I listened to so many. That of that sounds movie. like a Greg Miller prediction. Yeah. Well, Blood Dragon. I read Blood Dragon. Blood Dragoon, as in Legend, Legend of, of Dragoon, Dragoon confirmed. confirmed. PSX. Holy crap! We said all at the same time. That was really weird. Was, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like at Fusion, I'd ever finished. I, I, I had all the trials I could stand with Underground. Yeah, uh, Fusion was a little rough to get. But this there. is like an '80s action movie, so I'm dead. And there's actually like 2D side-scrolling elements where you shoot people. Is, is Duke Nukem in it? No. They announced it on stage and said available today. Mm, Except it was Andrew House, so it didn't count. There is but a hotline announce. Miami references in it though. Hotline Blake. Oh, I'm down. You used Last to call me on yeah, the VR for honor. Oh, no. This game looks really cool. When yeah, I first it saw does. it, it was... Uh, what do you think, T-Bird? Uh, this game looks right up your alley, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get... Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch it this go-round, but um, from what I saw from like last year, it looked really freaking cool. Yeah. The whole thing about being like, what, knights, samurais, and Vikings? Vikings. Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. All yeah. day, every day, I'd be a samurai. I want to be Shredder. Yeah, definitely. They, uh... <laughs> Saki. <laughs> they uh, you're Hiroko Saki. They they showed the uh, the multiplayer demo last year, which sold oh, me. Take that, aliens! My God, they showed the multiplayer demo last year, which sold me. And then they come out and they show the single player demo. And I have to agree with uh, some sources I, I listened to. Uh, it looks great, but it looks like one of them games that's kind of boring to watch. Oh yeah, definitely. But it looks like one of them games you'd have a ton of fun playing. Ooh. So. We'll just have to wait and see. That smells really bad. That, uh, we'll that's that's impressive. I like that, that smell. They have, like, or whatever the, the fighting is called. I think it's called the honor system. Where it's like you can like... The four honor system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Whatever you do, do not drop your pistol. That was wow. really cool. Because that's a trophy. It's a trophy to beat the game with the golden gun. Oh, well, um, I don't plan on, really on just game. owning the golden we'll, gun. Uh, we'll blast through Square Enix real quick because there are more what, uh, uh, direct. Yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy done. Yeah. Boom. Star Ocean. Anybody care about Star Ocean? No. Not really. Uh, shout out Tanker Eddie. He likes Star Ocean. Uh, he would. 
Near uh, Automania, uh, Automania, like WrestleMania or Hulkamania. Near Animaniacs <laughs> announced. <laughs> that game looks cool. Uh, I did you play the original? No, don't th- I don't think I did. Isn't it kind of like a Ezra's Wrath? No, not really. Ezra's Wrath is kind of like a, so, a playable movie where it's nothing but quick time events. And then you got to pay for the actual ending. Oh uh, yeah, I remember I was playing that Dude, game. Really? You have to pay for the true ending. It's like you just, that's an endless faller. Because it seems like in Azura's Wrath, all you were doing was falling. I beat it. The majority of the game. Yeah, there's actually a true ending. You have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shouldn't everyone pay for the true ending? I mean, if, you buy, if you buy the game, I'm positive. What about I Hitman Michon? Uh, I'm completely uninterested until they, re- they announce the full release of that game. Yeah, I, I'm not touching it until it's the full game. Uh, oh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided I'm really interested in that game that game looks great looks great but that's one of them things where I'm kind of tired of hearing about it yeah, no yeah. I just want to release yeah just release so I can see what it's all about So. and here we go now we're getting into the goods alright the whoa, heavy hitters whoa whoa whoa, whoa. grade the uh, Ubisoft conference oh two I'm out since I haven't seen it we got a two we got a zero <laughs> yeah, I'd say eight because no. Wildlands and South Park and For Honor. I'm going to go with oh. a five. Bump it up to a four for For Honor. For you, you <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's your right, Daryl. Here's the thing. I'm going to give it a five because it was it was okay. It was just mediocre. Um, the games that they showed were cool, but I knew about all of them that I cared about. I, actually, I didn't care about anything that I didn't already know about. Wildlands and For Honor I knew about. Uh, the rest of the stuff out there, I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to play. Um, and they showed entirely too much of every single bit of it. A two hour and seventeen oh, minute conference. You know what we're forgetting? You know, I don't get the point. I give that conference a six. Okay. <laughs> For two reasons. One, the it was Assassin's a two Creed movie. hour conference. Two and the Assassin's minutes. Creed movie. Oh my gosh! Like, just show a quick Barf. trailer, move on. They they showed a quick trailer, then they invited the uh, director out to talk about the movie, and it's like, wow, like seriously, not yeah. a good move. Not uh, it was just boring. Not, I, I, and they said sixty five percent of the movie is going to take place in the animus or outside and in, in real life, and then like the rest of them. No, I'm not not even not even interested. They have done nothing to sell me that movie, so I'll watch it because it's Michael Fassbender. And I feel like that's kind of where I thought they were going with the Assassin's Creed game. Where like they were gonna take Desmond out of the Animus and kind of have like a futuristic Assassin's Creed, which I was all in for, but they totally didn't. So, you know, if they treated the uh, Animus like the Matrix and like he plugs in, it's... you play everything, and he comes back and he's like, "I know kung fu," <laughs> and then goes through like r- the real world and he... drops off stuff and it's, kills people. It's funny you say that, that in the later games that actually happens. Like, like Desmond like, actually starts picking up on the assassin skills he's gained from. Doesn't he do that in three a little bit? Yeah, because he's like. Yeah. See, I, but see, I quit playing three because three was so boring in my opinion. Three glitched out for me, and I never finished it. I I'm saying like, it. they could have went like somewhere really cool with that series, but they decided to kind of ride it out some more. And yeah, we'll see what they do with the one that comes out next year yeah. or the year. Which after. I hear Syndicate was really good. So, a Syndicate I didn't play. Uh, I own Unity still. <laughs> I have not touched it and had it. I've had it since it released. Um, Black Flag I didn't play, but Rogue or Rouge, it's really good. <laughs> I don't think it's called Rouge. All right, on to Microsoft. Microsoft. Now, great conference. Just disclaimer. It's a great conference, and I really, honestly, truthfully thought it was going to win. 
I thought this was going to – I say win. Like, there is a winner. We're the winners. We all won as gamers. There's no winner in, in E3. But I thought this was going to be the conference you could not part. beat. We are all winners at E3. That's good. That's a good quote. You like that? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, there's all these people that are like, oh, you know, Sony won E3, Microsoft won E3. No, actually, we all win because competition creates innovation. Hashtag P- PC Master Race. Has- hashtag EPC, bro. Hashtag six teraflops. <laughs> yeah. Frost, I'm going to let you uh, lead on this one because I'm probably... probably got, I got a lot of stuff to say. Um, I guess we'll save all the big announcements for last. Uh, sea of Thieves. Uh, <laughs> multiplayer, pirate game. Uh, what does Donnie always say? It's kind of weird, though, because like, you could have a guy running around with a bagpipes... Playing music while you have one guy like steering the ship, and the 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 demo they showed us was very it was like it was weird awkward. demo. Like that was awful. It was like a bunch of YouTubers, and it just was a bunch like, of nerds. Bunch of tryhards. <laughs> Made me want to. Bunch of tryhard YouTubers. Here's my thing. I, when I walked away, like when that was over with, I scratched my bald head. I was like, Can I play the game by myself? Probably not. No. Can I sh- can I steer the ship by myself? Because the way that it made it out was as soon as somebody. Gets off the ship, I can't do anything anymore. Or was that just the multiplayer modes? I what is this game? Like I don't. I've seen two E threes with Sea of Thieves. Tell you what it is, a waste of time. I, I feel that way. And then you have all of these. Uh, uh, and now the people. I didn't get to go to E three, so I didn't get to put my hands on it like everybody else did. And people were like, "That's what you said." Ooh. But people were like. You know, oh, see if these was my favorite part of E3, and I'm like, were you watching the same game I was? Because that was my absolute least favorite part of Microsoft's conference. Yeah, barf. Not good. Uh, Bloodstain: Ritual of the Night was announced. Okay. This is a Kickstarter. It's a I spiritual successor for did. Castlevania: Symphony of the Night. You, Count me in. What did you do? I actually saw a little bit of uh, gameplay footage. Uh, still very, very alpha. Uh, I don't even think it had any like. No, I didn't see a gameplay footage. I saw screenshots. And I didn't see any enemies on the screen or anything. So this game is still, I think, very, very, very new. Um, not coming out this year. No, definitely not. No, 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 no. Uh, I would probably guess beginning of 2018. Maybe. Hmm. Depends on how, like, you know. End of 2017, beginning of 2018. We'll see. But I am super excited about it. Uh, Cuphead. They didn't really go into detail on Cuphead this time like they did last time. And I've heard a lot of people say that after playing the game, the platforming is janky, and yeah. it looks like that game is going to cook for a little bit longer. Yeah, it, sh- it should. Cool concept. Really cool concept. Playing the game actually reminds me of uh, the Super NES title, Mickey Mania, which takes place like... Ugh. It's like a platforming game where you, uh, you, you go through all the um, different timelines of, of Mickey. Um, so it has that like old-school cartoon feel to it. Um and I hear it's it's you know the shooting is is kind of fun and the boss battles are original and uh, I'm a big fan of indie games so I'm gonna check it out as long as the platform is not janky because the, the platform if it releases with janky platforming I think this game's gonna not be received so well. Now I know it's different, but I wanted to point something out. Uh, last year, Sony brought the Shinmu oh, oh, director oh, out. And they launched a Kickstarter on stage. So I know that it is different. This year, and they got a lot of crap for that. People are like, 
Sony shouldn't be kickstarting games, blah, 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 whatever. It was fanfare. It was fan service. It was for the fans. Like That was something. That was great for everybody. It was awesome. Who said that? They just shut their mouth. A lot of people did. Okay, now, this year, Bloodstained Kickstarter game, uh, We Happy Few Kickstarter game. Mm-hmm. Now, both of them, their tiers were bringing them to consoles if, you, if they made a certain amount of, certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard a peep about that. <clears throat> we, we Happy Few is like a first-person... Puzzle mystery. Bioshock-ish game? Bioshock yeah, meets Clockwork Bioshock. Orange. Yeah. The game looks neat. I mean, I want to play that one. That if I, I My takeaway from Microsoft's conference, I wanted to play that game more than any other. Mm-hmm. You've got to take your happy pill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, he's not one of us! <laughs> I want to make a... I'm going to play... I'm going to play We Happy For You while listening to Pink Floyd and see where it goes. I'm going to play oh, We Happy For You while listening to the... Uh, trailer music for um, <laughs> Resident Evil 7. Go tell it. Yeah, over and over and over again. Do you drive yourself to insanity? Speaking of insanity, Inside, the new game coming from the creators of Limbo. Did you ever yes. beat Limbo? No, I'm right at the end. That game's weird. It's a good game. It's, it's, it's okay. kind of tough. There's actually a trophy for beating the game. Uh... By dying five times or less. Which I'll never get. I die five times and still in the first spider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. It's like, I know how to beat this guy. If I just get this little trap up dead. And I, 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 I find myself in this awkward position of not liking all of these uh, like cult classic fan favorite games. Like Journey and Inside and Gone Home and like stuff like that. Like, yeah. But you did like everybody gone in the rapture. Yeah, but I was... I don't. I think I'm in the majority, the minority of people. I don't think that game was received all that well. Sony got hard behind it for a Crit- minute. Well, critically, it was. I don't know about like like fan wise. Yeah. I don't think people, when people, no one ever talks about it. I I like the game, but yeah, she just shot fire out of her butt. She did. That was and weird. And you died. Sure did. So Frost, what did you think about Inafune's second game on the stage of Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Recore? My honest opinion, I didn't think it looked that great. Uh, when I saw the cinematic trailer release uh, last year, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was pretty neat. I wasn't sure what I was looking at, and it said uh, and in, uh, KG and Ifune presents. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Uh, the guy who created Mega Man, and it's really funny because he has Mighty Number no. Nine, which is coming out like next week, uh, or no, well, two weeks, whatever. Twenty six coming out. It's coming out. Eventually. It's coming out this month. It's real people. It's here. It's happening. People have review copies. That's the thing. Uh, and that's coming out with the classic 2D style Mega Man, Mega Man X type gameplay. Super excited about that game. Uh, then he, he announces ReCore, and I see the gameplay, and it's super Mega Man Legends. And my like just looking at it, it looks very Mega Man Legends, which I wasn't a fan of. And uh, I don't know, it just it you have a little robot dog buddy, and Park. you run around as a third person shooter action type deal. Uh, Maybe Mega Man Legends meets like, uh, what was that Jet Force Gemini on the '64, that kind of deal, you know, yeah, that cartoony kind of style. Uh, I don't know. We'll, ha- we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know if, uh, if it, 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 I don't know. Any of you nerds gonna play Recore? I will. Mm-hmm. It caught my interest, so I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, get- I gotta say, I did not expect that from T Bird. <laughs> I mean, oh, dude, I love how it looks. T Bird's awesome. uh, he's 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 got a diverse palette these days, and it does kind of have a Borderlands feel to it too, right? It that, does have that a look that cell shade look to yeah. it, which is Nick's favorite. That's good. 
<laughs> he loves black lines around his animes. Oh, he also I. loves uh, uh, red-headed Titan. prehistoric bow-wielding princesses. Brave is actually one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Pocahontas. <laughs> you love Torok and Brave. Since we've kind of derailed right now, apparently somebody put a poll in our group and just uh, just dance one. Huh. They want so. us to play Just Dance while podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, how do you feel about Yes, yes, yes. So it looks like we're not going to be doing it on this set next week. We will have to make a special set for this. <laughs> Literally, this is going to be a PS, the PlayStation 4 with the little camera up on the shelf. Holy crap. Yeah, right? There's going to be a lot of jiggling. We have a great community, and they are, they are freaking awesome. And you hate them. <laughs> I hate their guts. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, yes. Forza Horizon 3. Oh, oh. Deep uh, oh. hurt, take us away. I, I, I gotta go. Excited. I gotta step out for a second. <laughs> He's gotta go dance. I played yes. the second one. And God, I'm so excited for that. Especially the whole like drop-in, drop-out co-op stuff. That's pretty cool. That yeah, was awesome. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait for that game. Uh, those games are, they have so much customization. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not a huge racing fan anymore. <laughs> Mario Kart's about the only well, racing game I play, but here's the thing: that game is a it's more of their arcadier style of racing game. Okay, a little bit of simulator. Gotcha, dude. Oh, so good! I can't wait for it. That's that's another day like day one purchase for me. Now I'm not a racing sim guy. I've said that before. Uh, I am not a Forza guy, especially. Uh, but I did think their presentation of that game was really cool. Because, and we're going to elaborate on this in a little while, with their newfound ecosystem of multiple ways to play their games, uh, being the Xbox One original, the Xbox One S, the Windows 10 PC in 4K, and then Windows however else they played it. Being able to play on all those platforms, and they showed how, how it all worked together, it looks neat. I will never, ever take advantage of it. I'll never do that. But I do think that it was pretty cool. State of Decay 2 announced. Yes. I actually want us to play State of Decay on uh, on the show. Like, that's a cool game. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we don't give Microsoft enough love uh, when we play our games. Right. On the show. And I think State of Decay is a perfect one, especially since you've never played it. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like I've only it. played a little bit of it. So what I know of it is, it, what I've played of it is really cool. So that was a last-gen 360 game? It came in right at the, right as the Xbox One and the PS4 came out. Uh, that game dropped. And then uh, they re-released it with, like, the, the you know... Freaking rats, man. I want to say the year, the Game of the Year edition, but the Ultimate Edition or whatever the Definitive Edition is right. yeah, on yeah. Xbox One. And I still just haven't sat down and played it. Okay. And then now they're announcing the State of Decay 2. Uh, I really want to buckle down and, uh, and play those games. So those are, you know... That is an exciting announcement. Um, we have a few still my favorite, but you know, State of Decay was great. Uh, Halo Wars two. Mm, I didn't mm. finish Halo Wars one. It just did um, that one. Looks the the trailer was cool, and I really expected it to be ODS two ODST two. I thought that uh, Nick was right on that one. Oh yeah. But um, you know, it definitely uh, I don't know. It looked it looks cool, but I won't play I won't play an RTS. I just don't play those games. Mm. <clears throat> There's a lot of uh 
a lot of debate on whether or not an RTS would work on a console whenever Halo Wars was announced, and it ended up working very well and was people received very well. Um, so a lot of people are, are excited about Halo Wars 2. The opening cinematic, or the cinematic trailer they showed, looks awesome. Um, especially like the, 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 the colonel or the general just kind of like walking through the field, mm. and everyone's like flying around them and, and uh, do gets hit with a hammer by Brute. Um, Brutes look sick. Yeah, the game uh, the game looks looks great. Uh, there's a beta available this week for free on the Xbox One. Not playing it. Oh, so. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, it's all yeah, right. I I just, oh no! You only got a couple more days, T Bird. Oh, I'm uh, gonna do that right now. Then and we got Gears of War four, and my girl Laura Bailey came out and demoed that game. She is an amazing voice actress. She played a uh, Fetch from uh, Okay Infamous. Uh, and she was uh, the only good Spartan in Halo 5. <laughs> <laughs> this game looks incredible. Yeah, She's uh, the uh, Troy Baker of female <clears throat> voice actors, by the way. I got you. This could be a little biased. Uh, I've always loved the Gears um, franchise. This game looks really, really good. Uh, this is If there's one game that could really sell me on an Xbox One, it's this game. Uh, I, love, I love the weather effects, right? Yes. When they were like shooting enemies, and when the enemies would die, the wind would like take them away, and they just kind of and float to razor them. hail. Yeah, and then there's new weapons, uh, where you can like shoot over cover and stuff. And the weapons look really cool because this game takes place what twenty years after twenty or twenty five? Yeah, yeah twenty like, years after. Uh, you saw got, old man Marcus. Old man Marcus. Yeah. So a lot of the weapons look like maybe they were tools that, that they used to dig for like emulsion and stuff mm. that were like maybe turned into weapons so the weapons look really cool really creative um, I like the redesigned <clears throat> Lancer yeah it looks awesome it looks, the game looks sick man I'm very excited about it I'm very that's a day one for me yeah, yeah. definitely um, I'm the, my only concern is the character development cause you know in Gears you had like this um you had a lot of gritty seriousness about the game, but you also had a lot of comedy, like the dialogue between Coltrane, oh yeah, and Baird and stuff. Coltrane, baby, just, woo! Yeah, like that stuff was awesome. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to take more of that approach in this game, or is it going to be more serious? So. Honestly, I I just hope that the uh, I hope that they don't try to replace Coltrane with a another funny black guy. Cause they like they have Terrence Howard. Oh, there's like man. there's like three guys. There's uh, uh J D Phoenix. There's Laura Bailey's character. And then there's that other uh, black dude. Okay. And I, and I hope that he's not like a Coltrane Junior. Like Coltrane wannabe. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, like like. Because then it would just be kind of like right. Right. Oh, here's the the token funny black guy from that we had in the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let him be his own guy. Let him be. Yeah. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, It'd be different. Yeah. I don't want him to be Griffin. I don't want him to be Ice T. You know. Uh, let him be his own man. You know, let him do like develop him as his own character. Uh, I don't need another funny person, honestly. Like it was yeah. cool. So you want the gritty? I mean, I kind of want a yeah, more serious, serious yeah. gears. Uh, I think that I am a gears fan. I played through um, Judgment, and although Judgment had its missteps, Judgment was still a pretty neat game. But I do feel like they this there's two things going on here. A, this is a new studio making gears, and B, after Judgment, they got something to prove. You know. Oh yeah, so I, I feel like uh, don't don't make a uh, a funny you know don't don't try to remake the first game you know like make a new game and you know let's let's have new characters that are good and not I don't need a funny guy right so um 
Xbox come out and announces the Xbox One Slim, which was kind of leaked. Uh, yeah, like kind of 100% leaked. Like yeah. literally, I the saw just a, a picture of the advertisement of the Slim before mm-hmm. the conference started. I'm like, huh, so, that'd be pretty cool. So it's coming out. Um, <laughs> I guess it's going to have a... I'm not sure what the specs are this one. Oh, yeah, I, I am. And I'm ready to rip on it. I'm ready uh, to crap all over this thing. Well, why don't you take over, Daryl? Let's go for it. You okay if I crap on this one? You can. I'm going to straight up do right there. All right. Exit Frosty. Oh, 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 oh. oh, this is this is lovely. Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> Frosty was not ready for me to crap all over this thing. Um, here's what we got. Microsoft, Phil Spencer comes out off the off the bat off the cuff with a Xbox One Slim opens up the conference and people are excited right not this guy like I'm not excited at all and here's why <coughs> we know that they have the Scorpio coming out next year which they also announced at the very end of the conference okay so all the rumors are we have this new more powerful console coming okay supposedly PlayStation which they confirmed two days before their conference has a newer more powerful console coming as well. Why in the world would you announce two pieces of hardware in one conference? It make no sense. Like it just to me, it was like saying, "Hey, don't buy the slum. Just wait." Yes, don't like literally. They're like, "Hey, here's this new console. It's forty percent smaller. You know, it's uh, sharper. It's blah blah whatever." And they advertised it. I don't know if you guys caught this. They advertised it. A two terabyte. A two terabyte. S series and they put the 299 price tag on it. But guess what? Two things happening. A, the 299 version does not come with a two terabyte. It comes with a 500 gig hard drive. All right. And B, the two terabyte version comes out in August when they advertise this thing. And the the 500 gig 299 one, the slim one, doesn't even come out till the end of the year. Yep. So here we are. Like the the takeaway was. So, it was so much mixed messaging garbage, and everyone's clapping. Everyone's like, "Oh, Microsoft!" and all this hype on the new conf- the new consoles. But guess what? They were that was bullcrap. That was that was that was. They're trying. To, I was trying to pull a fast one. As nice as it looks, it's not going to sell. Here's the thing: it's well, it a sell, it's a smaller console. All right, it's forty percent smaller than the other one. All right, it comes with multiple hard drive sizes. See, the two ninety nine version comes with a five hundred gig. The three forty nine version. Comes with a uh, terabyte, and the three ninety nine so, version, the four hundred dollar version, comes with a two terabyte. And so, I think that's so great. Three fifty comes with a three fifty comes with a one terabyte. Okay, okay. You Which, know, I'm just gonna stick with my OG and have my external. There's nothing, and that's what I'm saying. Okay, on top of that, which I think this is cool, but they one hundred percent pulled the plug on Connect. Okay, because the new Slim does not come with a Connect port. If you want to use your old Connect, you have to get an adapter for it. Now, I read somewhere they'd provide you with that adapter. I think it might come with a box. I don't know that for sure. Um, but like odds are, let's say I want to use my Connect, I got to buy an adapter for it. Didn't they just remake their controllers to get away from the adapter piece for the headset? Yeah. Yeah. And now that this new Slim console comes with a redesigned controller, that's what the third. Is fourth? it really? Is it really yeah, redesigned? it says redesigned controller. You know oh why? Because it uses Bluetooth. It's they true. finally have Bluetooth in there. You know, now they announced a bunch of features and stuff like that too that are not, you know, saying strict like proprietary to the new consoles. Yeah. But like, here's what I see. Now, call me a fanboy. I might be wrong, 
but it's like they announced their communities, ver- their version of communities. They got the clubs. All right, I already see where this is going. Yes, they straight up copied it. Copy PlayStation. Cool. But here's the thing: nobody uses those. Really. Nobody uses that stuff on PlayStation. I don't think anybody's going to use it for the for whatever. So they have it. Whatever. They got Cortana voice activated. Whatever. Like who uses okay. their Connect any? Well, here's the thing: if you're getting rid of your Connect, if you're not even putting the Connect port on there. You're not why, packing it anymore. Why I could talk Cortana? Yeah, you know, I guess you can talk to Cortana through your headset. Do you, maybe you can hold a button and talk to your controller. I don't know. Maybe that, that'd but to be me, kind of it's neat. like there shouldn't you have put the, Cortana on there from the beginning? Yeah. You know, if like if, if you're going to pull the plug on Connect, why are you all of a sudden adding all these these features? I get it. It's Windows 10, and that's their new gimmick or whatever. But like, I thought it was dumb. That's just me. But that, okay, so you announced that. At the end of this year, okay, you're getting more. You're getting new hardware. You're getting a slim. Yeah. All right. Should have been smaller to begin with. Oh yeah. Okay. Should have should have came with a bigger hard drive to begin with. You two PlayStation. You, I'm not. I'm not pulling you know any punches Dude, on that one. Five hundred like five hundred gigabytes nowadays is nothing. That's the, it's the equivalency of it if coming you, okay, with a twenty gig and a three sixty. Okay. Think about it. If you look at NBA two K sixteen, the game they just gave away for free. Uh huh. Fifty five gig. That's, that's a lot yeah. of your space. That's a huge. Not to mention. You lose like a hundred gigs, like with the format things. Yeah, yeah. So you you only have four hundred. Yeah, and, not including and, all your apps. Yeah, and it's like you get two, three, four of these big games, and it's like okay, I ain't got a space. Yeah. All right. Getting back on the slim. So here you are. You have the Xbox OG, Xbox One OG. Yeah. Which the Xbox One name is already kind of confusing dumb. because every time you talk about the original Xbox, you can't call the X, the, the first one. Mm-hmm. So you have the Xbox One OG. Now you have the Xbox One Slim. But I'm on, I'm in the market to buy a console. Do I buy that one or do I just wait till next year and buy the more powerful console with all the teraflops? You know, because now, okay, I got the OG that's underpowered compared to its con- competition. Yes. But I got this new one that's technically overpowered compared to the competition. Compared Why to the would I buy... Why would you buy the Slim, the, yeah. the middle child? Keep in mind, that too. People will buy that console because oh, it's yeah. white. As stupid as it sounds. I, I get that because yeah. I've bought multiple consoles in the past for, for reasons just like that. I'm, you, I'm not, you bought a Resident Evil Xbox 360. It was, it was red. Yeah. It was Resident Evil. Granted, know? red looks good, but it was just red. I don't even like my red PS3 that I bought because it was God of War. You know? It's sitting right here on the table. So I, I don't like the red. Yeah. Know? I thought it was cool at first, but then when I got it, I was like, actually, this stands no, out like it's worth My point is, I'm getting back to it, is like, who is this for? I mean, are they... fan, it's the Xbox fanboys. That's all it is. Do you, the people uh, that want to say, hey, I like this console. I want to support Microsoft. I want to buy it. Because it's like, why, why would all. you buy the S now? You know? Well, here's the thing. In case you're, for some unknown reason, your Xbox one you got right now is just messing up. Because mine's, mine's not been wanting to power up sometimes. Now mine, mine's had, this is my second one already. I've all had nothing but issues, but yeah. we've, we've heard that. So I guess that my curiosity is, you know, and then, and then the whole conference, it was Xbox Play Anywhere, Xbox Play Anywhere, Xbox Play Anywhere. You can play on PC. You can play on PC. Xbox Anywhere. Xbox Anywhere. Um, And so, uh, it's like, 
every single game, every single ma- major title they they released, yeah, they said we're going to give you the PC version for free. We're going to give you the PC version for free. You Basically, they're saying if you have the PC, just go ahead and play it on PC because it's going to look better and it's going to run better. And, and so it's like don't don't buy the console we have now uh, because we have a more powerful one coming. Yeah, you know. And while you're at it, if you want, now, if you, you don't even have to buy our consoles. Here's the thing: you just play on PC. Here's the thing too. They came out after saying that. Saying, hey, if you don't have a 4K TV, you might as well not buy a Scorpio. Exactly. It's not going to benefit you. Exactly. Just get the Slim. So they came out on E3 and they got all this buzz because they said, here's a 299 Slim with a 2 terabyte hard drive <coughs> that doesn't come with a 2 terabyte hard drive. And it doesn't. And the 299 version doesn't come out until the end of the year. You got to buy the 399 version. All right? Then it's like, so that was like some mixed messaging. And then they come right. out with the Scorpio. And then, and then afterwards they say, well, technically this, doesn't, this only bit benefits someone with a 4K TV. And then I heard some of the breakdowns. I was like, you can have six teraflops of power, but they're not. I don't. Now, I could be wrong because we don't have all the information, but they kept saying six teraflops, six teraflops. This is going to be improve the graphical fidelity. But it's like, wait a second. Your, your CPU, your GPU, and all that stuff doesn't. Is, is it more powerful too? Because I've heard, I heard people break it down today, as a matter of fact. They've got like six teraflops of power in their, you know what I'm saying, in their PC plus their CPU. And he was uh, alluding. And I'm not a PC guy, so I might sound really dumb saying all this. He's alluding. That he's got more power from the CPU, GPU, and all that stuff. And he said he still can't run 4K. It takes a lot to run 4K. So they're like, here, we've got this new, more powerful it's console ridiculous. coming. New, more powerful console coming for 4K, 4K, 4K. And there's PCs out there that still can't run 4K with those same specs. So I'm like, uh, my takeaway, as I own Xbox, I play Xbox games. My takeaway was this. So you're telling me don't buy the old console anymore, which means their value is about to disappear. They're not going to be worth a crap. I, you don't, don't buy the old one because you got the new slim one. But wait a minute. Don't buy the new slim one because you got the more powerful one coming. Wait a minute. Don't buy any of them. Just buy, P, just buy our games on PC. Or buy our games and we'll play them on PC and F our consoles. Now, my takeaway, and I'll move so Frost can get back in here. My takeaway all in all, was like not only was it don't buy our consoles anymore because we're going to make our money off the off of the games, which is where all these guys make their money. Oh yeah, the consoles they usually take a loss on forever. But it's like, uh, I just I lost my train of thought. Holy crap, that's the worst time here. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> I was I was trying to get it all out before I got up for you. Did you get all that? Ah no. Anyways. So it's like we're gonna make our games. Uh, we're gonna make our money off the games. We don't need to sell hardware, you know. And it, and and my takeaway was this: it's like okay, with the Xbox OG, we they never made any money per Phil per Phil Spencer, Peter Moore, all those guys. They never made a dime off the hardware. They were selling at a loss, such a loss that they r- went ahead and went into the next generation. Oh my God, a trophy, a trophy! <laughs> So they went into the next generation of console, or, or you into the 360. Now, they sold the 360 for whatever, but they lost 1.1 billion dollars on the Red Ring of Death. Okay, so if you look at the OG Xbox and the 360, you've got two horror stories where you've lost significant amounts of money on the console. So then you go to the Xbox One, and you have the 2013 or 2012, whatever it was, you know, the TV, 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 Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty debacle, which has put some stank on your business. Yeah. You're losing two to one, you know what I'm saying, hand, you know, uh, on consoles, 40 plus million units of PS4 to the estimated PS, I mean, uh, uh, 20 million uh, Xboxes. 
Now they don't even talk about the Xbox One console sales. They talk about Xbox Live and the ecosystem because they branched it into, you know, it's everything, which is good. And that's a good thing. I'm not knocking that. But, again, my total takeaway is don't buy our... Don't don't we're not worried about you buying our consoles because we keep having missteps. Three times in a row we've had console missteps. But this PC thing we're, is good. You know we're at a place now where we can say, hey, just buy our games, whether it's on PC or console. If you buy a console, whatever. My my I guess to, to it seemed to me like they don't care if you buy their their consoles anymore. It's just like buy their games, which is fine, and you will take it however you can get it because we're not going to win this console war thing. We're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna ever get that. Which they were ahead when 360 for a while for the majority of the the life cycle. But even still, you got the red ring of death stink all over it. So it's oh, like, yeah. I mean, do you think this is this can't be Microsoft throwing in the, the towel to consoles? I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, if it's, I feel like if anything it was Phil Spencer coming out of there with a hype speech, getting everybody pumped about Scorpio, and then and then dropping the you know the bomb. But why would you? Why would you? That's questionable. Hype the Scorpio after announcing the Slim. That's uh, that's that's very questionable. You know, because yeah. it's like what you just said. Because people are already waiting. You know, because all this talk of the new consoles coming out, people are already waiting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you? To me, you're just like you're 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 shooting one of your consoles dead. Now, granted, they did the demo with they had all the consoles and PC going at the same time. But to me, that wasn't enough. It's like, they were saying, you know, they're pushing the ecosystem. They're pushing the ecosystem. But my interpretation of that is we're pushing PC, we're pushing PC. Windows 10 is slowly but surely moving its way into Xbox proper. Like, it's not going to be Xbox One. It's going to be Windows 10, you know. They have a whole other monster on their hands, too, with marketing with that. Because, like, now it's like... Xbox, you know, exclusive to Xbox One, Windows Ten. Yeah, and you know, it's like that's what they did the whole time. It was like Xbox, Xbox One, Slim, Xbox Windows Scooby-Doo. Ten exclusive, Xbox One, Windows Ten exclusive, and they were very, very upfront about that. But then it goes, uh, then you got things like uh, Dead Rising, where it's like, well, it's timed exclusive for this this console, and then it's timed exclusive for this platform, and then it's like, what? So you have three SKUs of one box to play the same game. And you have, you know, the PC versions. I, I, I walked away from that cons- conference like, okay, it was a good conference. There was a lot of good games, yeah. a lot of cool stuff, and people love new hardware. But I walked away scratching my head like, what the freak did I just watch? What do they? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to buy here? Yeah. Because I walked away feeling like, well, I mean, I should just get a PC at this point. They also showed more skill-bound. Yeah, 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 skill-bound. Yeah. <laughs> Randomly slipping that in there. Yeah, yeah. They uh, it doesn't uh, it it looks it looks good. The stream was just really bad. We the stream we, we went we, back and watched that video. It definitely looked better after. Yeah, we watched it on YouTube and it actually looked a lot better than what he was saying. Okay, so give yeah. it another shot. But even still, though, it had a it, to me. It's, it's a little it's, slow. It's like slow Devil May Cry. Yeah, that would be my. Like so, I said, hopefully by then, by the time it comes out, it's going to be um, they're going to tweak it and. It, Movement speed should be a little bit faster, hopefully. Because if, that, if that's the one thing they change, I'd be happy. Because I like I like the art. The graphically, it's amazing looking. You like the art style? Yes, I like the art style. No black lines. There's no black lines. Doesn't look like Attack on Titan. But despite that, 
Man, who doesn't like fighting, like riding around on dragons and Where's fighting the dragon? like crab things? Scorpions. Where's the dragon? Bebunga. Yo. You are a Xbox guy? I am. Sort of. Would you rather wait? I'll wait for the Scorpio. Because I just bought the Elite. That's another thing. And there's the problem. Yeah. That's another thing. They had the Elite. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wait a second. What's up with the Elite controller then? Are they going to redesign it too? They rescanned it with the Gears of War. No, no, no. I'm talking about for the Scorpio. Because uh, they, yeah, because the Elite doesn't isn't Bluetooth. So I guess maybe the new versions of Elite will be Bluetooth, or do you have to get the Elite Elite? Or you're gonna have to get the adapter for your Elite. Oh my God, I've gone cross-eyed. You see All what I'm saying? Adapters. Here's the thing about there's adapters for everything. We got adapters for our headsets. We got that's another thing. Phil Spencer's like, God, no man dude. left behind. No man left behind. All your stuff's gonna work. That's the one thing that always aggravated me with the Xbox is every time I'd use my headset. It keep cutting on and off, on and off, because of the stupid adapter I have to use for the right. mic. It's so did, dumb. Did y'all mention the fact that there's no connect port? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Completely banned that. Yeah. But you can get an adapter for it, because we make adapters for everything. <laughs> no man left behind. You get an adapter. You and you get an adapter. Yeah, it's like... Uh, not, to, not to rub it in, not to play sides or be biased, because we are an unbiased, fair and balanced... balanced. <laughs> Podcast here. Um, yeah, you got to You can find us on Podbean. S- Think about it. Sony has released <laughs> one PS4. Granted, we are getting uh, the one, Code yeah. Neo. Um, but and here's now this Maybe. will bring us into yeah. uh, our our Sony conference. You know, but two days before E3, Andrew House goes and meets with The Verge or Forbes or whatever hot garbage Furbs. outlet. You know, Wall Street Journal. Um, the National Enquirer, same thing. <laughs> and he was like, "The Daily Beauty? We have the uh, PS4 Neo, and it will not be available today." Like, like totally was like, "Hey, it's real, it's a thing," and but we're not showing it. Yeah, some people speculate that that's maybe because they knew the Scorpio was going to get announced because the teraflops, and maybe it has more specs than Neo. So maybe they're going back to teraflops. They got scared by that six teraflops, man. Teraflops. I don't. I personally, personally think it was this, and this could be me. This is me again. I could be be my fanboy bleeding into my perception of things, but I think they got wind that the Scorpio and or the Slim, or obviously both, are going to be there. And their entire conference was games, 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 games. Like, no talking, no P- no PlayStation Plus numbers, no features, Which is such no a name good, change. Such a good move. It was just like an orchestra and games, and it was awesome. So that one weird Wait, lady making that weird noise. Anyways, I think that's why they didn't show it. But uh, to grade our Microsoft conference, T-Bird. Uh... I get a seven. Nick. Nick. I'll agree. Seven. Nikolai. Seven. Yeah. I'll give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. Simply because the I think the Scorpio shows promise. If they can sell us on the idea that they are not abandoning consoles completely, and Gears of War four just looks yeah. outstanding. Um, I really like the Slim. Like, although I you crapped on it, I I, I feel like. It's a pretty console. It's really pretty. It's really Not nice. Like it's biggest, really nice. The biggest thing about it, the power supply is inside of it. Yeah, it's got an internal power supply, which means I will not buy it for at least two years. <laughs> See how many rings it gets. No more bricks. Yeah, that's uh, yes, I know. Like, like, Thank and I, I complain to you guys all the time. My Xbox One is a monster. It's got the brick. I have to, when I move it around the house. You're which basically I do moving often, two Xbox Ones. 
This is crazy how a console yeah. that big has a brick. Yeah, but I mean, you, again, that's that was that showed though they were scared of the uh, of the uh, of Red Ring of Death. <laughs> scared of lightning. <laughs> They're scared of having anything else. So like we might not beat the other consoles, but we'll just make it to where there's no room for them. You can buy the Xbox One. You don't have space for anything else. Them. So Sony, Sony's conference. So that was that awesome. Was. It was it was so good. The orchestra, the presentation. They like, said so much and, and 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 without saying very much at all, right? Yes, it was awesome. It was just very well put together, very well produced. Oops. Like it was, like I go ahead and spoil my rating now. It was a ten because it was just like the presentation. I not every game was for me, you know. Uh, they didn't they didn't announce things that I was banking on being there, uh, but. What they did announce was great, and it was so well done. Mm-hmm. You know, they they even announced things that I don't care about, uh, but it was just the way they did it. And opening up with that orchestra and God of War, the pop that was in our theater that night. Oh dear was Lord, dude! Insanity! It was insanity. That was awesome. It was just good. Yep, yeah, uh, kicking off of God of War. God, so good. That was good. It was uh, a beautiful demo. And and you know it was so funny because there was so much conjecture around God of War as it was announced. Like, even before it was announced and when it was announced, like, this can't be Kratos, this is Norse mythology, this is somebody different, da-da-da-da. He looks different, he's got a beard, Kratos didn't have a beard. Those beard physics. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they, the developers came out and said, oh, by the way, this is Kratos. This does take place after three. Yes. Um, we're going for a more serious approach. And he showed emotion. I've heard so many yeah. people say that he showed more emotion in that trailer than he did in six games. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah. Like, no totally. joke. Which, I want to go ahead and put it out there. I like Kratos. I like the angry, I'm going to kill everything. Mm. You know, like, I love the God of War games. Yeah. Um, so, I never had an issue with that character. I think that, you know exactly. what? Yeah. It's fu- is, I like Duke Nukem. Is Duke Nukem a diverse character? No. no. He likes women. He likes beer. He likes killing. The three Bs except for the K. <laughs> <laughs> the two B's and K. So it's like, you know, like there's you don't have to have some, oh, you know, crazy diverse multi, you know, what I'm saying dimensional character. Well, to to <clears throat> sell me a game, like if that's the story you're telling, and I like it, I like it. Yeah. Kratos also, was an angry god. He freaking killed everybody. You know what? I loved it. And I killed a lot of people. Also, too, there are games that have come out since God of Wars that have really set up a, a barometer of what good storytelling is. You know, like. Ever since, pretty much ever since The Last of Us, right? You, when you when you get a game with like really really good storytelling now, a lot of people refer to The Last of Us because that's like the the standard yep. of storytelling in video games now. And uh, that was a good. One. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like how he, he he panned over like I wasn't gonna say anything about it. <laughs> You're wrong. Here's the thing though, like The Last of Us is a great game, mm. but The Last of Us is a game that I don't want to play <laughs> Nick, every day. I'm sorry. Right, you know, like like I could play a God of War game every day, just just mindless. I don't even have to have volume yeah. for God of War. Well, that's something I was telling Nick. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people dissected Kratos, like he was just some in depth character, yeah. and well, I really enjoyed the games for what they were. I enjoyed Kratos for who he was because I was a, I'm a fan of like 80s and 90s mindless action. You know, like I could go back, too. I can go back today and watch uh, Schwarzenegger's Commando, all of Dude Newcomb's right? games. Yeah, but basically. Um, I can go back and play. Uh, I mean, I, I'll watch 
Schwarzenegger's Commando, you know, where they, it's not very in depth. It's like you stole my daughter, and I'm going to kill you. Like that, that's about I'll it. Show you collateral damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's why I always view Kratos as, you know. But then when you, you you listen to you know various sources and everyone's like taking Kratos and just butchering him as a person, it's I think like he's well, a terrible character because he's mad. It's like, well, I never really thought of it that way, but now well, that you mention it, I see it, but I don't care, because the games are phenomenal. The games are a lot of fun. You duped him into killing his wife and his child, and you expect him to and then smile? You, no, wait, wait, wait. It gets worse. You put their ashes on his skin. Yeah. So he puts the ashes like on like the skin. Like, and then you sear chains into his skin, <laughs> and he has permanent weapons on his what arms What other emotions are you looking for, IGN? <laughs> it's like, oh, like what, what do you want? The dude's angry. He killed his yeah. family. But, uh, it's like, oh, he's got time to but, bang it out with Aphrodite, but he's did, mad. But here's my thing, though. Did that really... Uh, you don't turn down that. <laughs> turn down for what? Did that uh, Did that keep people from playing the game? No. And that, did that keep critics from scoring the game? Did that keep me from buying didn't. the God of War Special Edition PS3 mm. with all the God of War games? No. No. Is that going to keep me from playing the next God of War? Freak! No, definitely not. It's going to be awesome. Is, it's going to be awesome. He's got a kid, and so, take, like, totally so he, he the X button is like apparently like just for your son. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's actually a son button. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna you shot my me. son to. <laughs> that was probably I did not see that coming when he was like shoot and his son shot him in yeah, the and, and then like he's like I'm so don't <laughs> son walks up like I'm so your sorry tears like, getting just, away your tears getting away he's like yes sir you ever killed you'll learn today boy yeah. Touch your mother, touch her to hunt. <laughs> your mother, the whore to back. Out. Right. I'll teach you, but that was really vulgar. <laughs> so that uh, that deer, though, it had, its antlers were glowing. Yeah, yeah. All, all the Norse stuff glows. It's kind of yeah. commonplace yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Odin and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I read an article saying that, um, like, Thor and Loki are apparently in that extended trailer. Oh, they're gonna oh, kill dude. them. Dude, I didn't even think about. I didn't think past Odin. I'm like, oh well, end game, kill Odin. But wait a second, he's got to fight Thor and Loki. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about and that's he? That's not just it. There's a... And then the next universe will be the Marvel universe, where he goes and kills the other. Thor. I also read something else that uh, there's Captain a... America. There's, ah! a... <laughs> there's a hint of a uh, Egyptian in this one too. Ooh, yeah, like uh... that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna kill an entire pyramid of a <laughs> and a pharaoh. <laughs> Just Spartan rages a pyramid to dust. <laughs> so yeah, it looks great. Um, <coughs> oh, God, last Guardian done. finally gets a release date, October twenty uh, fifth. Well, what's this last part? Maybe pre ordering this weekend. Oh, I, I can't read that. <laughs> I uh, proven gamer censorship. You know, what? yeah, I'm just gonna write it out. I actually pre ordered it today. Uh, I'm excited. Um, from from what I have heard from people that were at E3 and played it, it looks like a last gen PS2 game designed on PS3, upscale for PS4. I'll buy it <laughs> at a uh, high price. It still looks really good though. Yeah, like, if you go back and play Shadow of the Colossus, that's still a very good looking game. That bird dog though. If you look at the trailer that we saw during E3, it was very detailed. Oh yeah, it's like, it's just the. Um, just the art style of it. That's it's all like, it is. If you look, if you look at a, a sports game, the reason why it looks so good is because the only place that you have to worry about animating and making look good is inside that court, inside that grass field. That's right. But if you dumb down the graphics of a great game of a game that's going to have great content, and I mean, it, it shouldn't matter. Right, and it it honestly doesn't matter to me. 
Um, you're talking to a guy that played Shovel Knight, and that's why he loved it. And now that classic 8-bit platform. Embro Force. Embro Force, yeah. Um, So I'm super excited about this game. I'm playing Duke Nukem 3D on my Vita right now. (laughs) I actually put it on my PSTV and took it to work and was playing it on our breaks, and it really does not look good. didn't age very well. Can confirm. But guess what? Still one of my fave fives. Well, there you go. So you don't have to look great to be a great game. You have, I'd like to point out you have like 16 games in your Fate 5. I've talked about two of them today. <laughs> so October 25th, Last Guardian. Check it out. There's a trailer on YouTube. Uh, don't miss out. Uh, next, next favorite game. Horizon Zero Dawn shows more gameplay footage. This game looks awesome. I'm very excited. That red hair. There's This game's actually a lot more in-depth than what we know. Like There's a lot of in-depth RPG elements to it. I think it's a deep RPG. Uh, Collecting um, items from dead enemies and crafting armor, weapons, and stuff. So, I think it's going to be pretty deep. Primal with English be fun. That fart. Yeah, but it's going to be third person Far Cry Primal with uh, Torok and. It might not be anything like Far Cry Primal. So, we'll be playing that game. I'm playing it. I don't know know about Nick. He might not be. Now we're going to jump around the conference a little bit. Let's talk about that uh, Final Fantasy 15 VR mode. That trailer was super cool. I don't care anything about cool. playing it. It was. Well, I probably will never ever play this. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they, I you called Final Fantasy fifteen being at the conferences. You even said maybe both. You were dead nuts right because they showed yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen on Microsoft stage, just gameplay, mm-hmm. and then they showed the VR missions specifically yeah. made for PSVR. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I think like everyone's hands on deck to get this game out. And oh, get it out oh, for VR. Oh. And we have Kingdom Hearts 3, which is still MIA. Oh. So they're still working on that. And, of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which, you, I, which I do believe is going to use the same engine as Final oh, yeah. Fantasy XV. Oh, and yeah. if that's the case, I'm fine with that. Same. Um, it looks really cool. So you're down with being a boy band in VR, fighting monsters. Heck yeah. I'm not VR. I'm still not sold on VR. Because I don't really want to pay for VR. <laughs> like, I'm sold on the fact of, like, okay, I've seen some games for it. It looks cool. You get to look like, at Sid. Who's the lady? Who's the, who's the girl? That's Sid. That's Sid? Yeah, okay. Sid is like so, a, And Prompto is the person you get to be or whatever? Yeah. Sid's yeah, a lady in this one? Hmm? Sid's a lady? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh, look at that. It's a giant pig. Sid Alien is identifying thing. as a lady in this game. <laughs> Won't go there. Next topic. <laughs> uh, don't. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Resident Evil 7. Oh my god. Now, when they showed the text that said before kitchen, I immediately knew what this was. I had a feeling it was Resident Evil, but like I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, this is this Resident Evil? Not so sure. Question mark. And when 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 the seven appeared on screen, I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Yes. Um I now Daryl was the like the loudest guy in the theater. No, I was very quiet because <laughs> when I saw it was all in first person, I was like, I don't know that this is what I want. And after we record this tonight, we're gonna do the Resident Evil Seven demo uh loot uh, play. No, no. And I'm excited Sorry. about it, but I am cautiously optimistic. Now, I did um I've done some reading on Resident Evil 7, and I listened to the developers talk about it. They've been sold on first person for over three for three years now. 
Um, they started developing Resident Evil 7 and Kitchen Parallel. They released Kitchen in, as the VR demo. It was a proof of concept for Resident Evil being scary in VR. And they're mm-hmm. moving forward with it. The game takes place after Resident Evil 6. It's a different protagonist. It's not going to be a Chris or a Leon or a Jill. It will have herbs. <coughs> uh, and it is supposedly scary as balls. Stoked. So, how, how scary is that? Um, scarier than PT. Airplane. I hear, uh, I've, I've seen and read and heard a lot of people say... This Must be is, people that don't remember PT. <laughs> well, we, having just played PT last weekend and the weekend before... Um, we will I'm put ex- that to the test. I'm going to put it to the test tonight, and I'll give my honest opinion on it. As a Resident Evil fan, we'll see. Um, again, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, now, they did say, the developers said that they did the first three games in the series, one, two, and three, with the fixed camera angles. Right. And then you have four, five, and six, third person over the shoulder. And they said, now it was time for a perspective change. Now, you'll still have the other titles in the franchise doing their thing, as, as we always have. Right. Now, I would like to point out that this is not the first time Resident Evil's been first person. We've had multiple on-rail shooters and Umbrella Corps, which comes out later this month, is third person traversing first person aim down sights. So, you know, and uh, on PlayStation 2, uh, Dead Aim was third person traversal, first person uh, aim down sights with a on-rail feel to it. So, I would like to point out that this is not new, but... It definitely is, uh, I'll say, culturally relevant considering games like PT, Soma, uh, Amnesia, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, so, and there's an Outlast 2 coming out? Too, yep. So. so Outlast, Outlast 2. So this is this is where horror is right now, and the the granddaddy of horror is stepping in, you know what I'm saying? Just, right. We'll see what happens. I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic. Uh, Day's gone. Looks rad. Oh. That game looks really cool. Whoa. Last of Us meets World War Z. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. A lot of people were are speculating this is the reason why Last of Us 2 maybe isn't uh, being that. announced or even being made. So that's a, kind of a bold statement. I don't know if like this random new IP is going to stop Last of Us 2 from being yeah. made. But I've, uh, I, it makes me curious whenever these uh, you know smaller sites post stuff about Last Ow. of Us 2 being confirmed. Moving on. Anyway, it looks really good. It, it does look really good. Yeah. I'm excited about it. But it really does the, look like the, it's the, ripped out of the Last of Us world. Yeah, definitely. The um, one thing that really stood at me was how like you have these wave of zon- uh, well freakers, is what they're called no, in the game, uh, coming at you, and yeah, as you're shooting them, they're falling down, and there are freakers falling over on top of each other. <laughs> freakers falling everywhere. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of mother freakers falling everywhere. So I didn't know. I had to pick them up. Pregnant Pulse. Crash Bandicoot is going to get a trilogy remaster. My girlfriend was not excited at all until I texted that to her. She's an X-Bot, though. How yeah, old she was she when those games came out? <laughs> she was she still was in when those games came out. <laughs> I don't think she was old enough to play them. That's not a knock right. on her. That's the fact that these games are like 15, 16 years old. And we're finally, finally getting a release. So. I don't even think she could that's, legitimately that's hold a controller when those games came out. out. I'm excited. Now, the way that they announced this That's was right. just amazing. Awesome. 
Sean Layden came out. You had the beach scene behind him. You had the orchestra playing crash music. And his shadow was crash walking. That's really cool. Now, and he, what did he say when he first came out? Oh, no shirt today. You know, no, no obviously alluding to Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> He's a troll. That's such a, uh, God, I love that. I love when they, when they actually listen to our fans. Yes. And that is something that PlayStation has done and proven. Thanks, social media. Constantly. You know, like we are listening to our fans. Mm-hmm. We are a games, 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 fans, 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 PlayStation Master Race. <laughs> Fair and unbound. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, Hang on. Before you go into the next big one. I have one I need to add. Just want to breeze by it real fast. We did forget to add to our notes Star Wars Lego. Well, that is nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, taking place during the uh, Star Wars Force episode, Awakens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. So, episode seven. I know you're a huge Lego fan. <laughs> huge Star Wars fan. Huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> <of that. laughs> I know the, this. Is, this one didn't matter to me. The crash was cool. The crash, uh, putting Crash in um, Star uh, Skylanders. I thought that was cool. But again, I know that doesn't really apply to a lot of people, and there's a trophy, and I'm not going to hit you. Right, for sure. I will. You're a good man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. They they had some third-party stuff, you know, and it, it is yeah. what it is. You had the Call of Duty on there or whatever. It's, it's but. a very misplaced, and like this conference of juggernauts of titles being released, it's like, and here's a new Lego game. Well, the, you know, the rule of thumb is you want to have three announcements that apply to every person watching. You know? Okay. And so yeah, you sure. had... And so Lego... I mean, Lego's huge. I know you don't like Lego, but, I mean, our boy Tricky can attest. Lego's a big deal. And Lego's a big deal to a lot of people. Sells a lot of units. And, you know, Lego Dimension is coming out with a whole new wave of stuff, dude. Like, people love Lego. My kids love Lego. Um, and Lego games aren't bad. You know, I bought a Lego Batman yesterday. For PS4, I own it on Xbox One and PS4 now. Gotcha, yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, we had that, uh, and I do want to breeze through some of the VR stuff real fast. We're getting to the next, you know, good one. We had that Fairpoint or Farpoint. Am I saying that right? Is it Fairpoint? Farpoint VR. I think it's Farpoint. It's yeah. Farpoint. Um, really neat. Uh, it looks like a game built from the ground up for VR, like it's a VR shooter. And uh, we're sitting there, which is the, really what we need. We don't need like right games that are already sales. out and they're trying to push the license for VR just to sell VR units with any games that are like, you know, so the, the, the demo comes up, <laughs> the dude turns his gun to the side and says UEP on there for whatever. Oh, look at that. Another one. Another. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, and so it says UEP on the side of his gun. He cocks his gun. And I was like, yup. It just kind of, you know, sounded out. I, I don't letters. know why that was so funny. Tanner's like, <laughs> he couldn't hold himself together, man. It was um, so dumb. It was just I don't I don't know why it was so funny. Though. Had a really big spider. Spider looked cool. Um, then Nick lost his crap when we heard Mark Hamill's Joker voice and we saw some leather. It took him a second. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. Were you standing up through most of it? I, I will say yes. You were standing up for a good bit of it. Uh, I think once he realized it was Mark Hamill, he was like, oh my god. Yeah, because yeah. I recognized. It. I was like, wait, what is that? What is it? And I was like, oh, it's the Joker. And then, and then I lost it. And then I completely yeah. lost it. Batman Arkham VR, where you are investigating the murders of Nightwing in VR. Concept sounds cool. I don't know if the final product will operate like we, we think it will. Do I want to buy a $400 game? Well, I mean, if yes, you think you about really it, like they're starting to sta- stack it up. Because, see, they one thing we forgot to mention Resident Evil 7 is it's completely playable in VR. Start to finish. So, 
there's they spoke to me they they had their vr megaphone dialed in yeah. straight from you me. already said if they announced the resident one vr you're so i was gonna buy it and then immediately after that they said batman vr mm-hmm. they singled so us out had, you had both of me and nick were just like losing our freaking crap mm-hmm. in there we're like oh this is it and, and from what I've heard, like people have actually got their hands on this game behind closed doors. It's like a uh, uh, you, you you putting on the suit of Batman, right? You put on the cowl, and you can walk up to the mirror and see yourself. Oh, hey, I'm I'm Batman. I'm standing in the mirror. I'm looking at myself. No, no, and then no. you have like a battering. I'm, I'm Batman. Oh, Batman. <laughs> Batman. Um, you have like battering physics, which I heard were very unresponsive. Um, I don't know. It's still too early to tell, right? Yeah. Um, VR is still very, very new, and I think we're going to have a lot of issues. Maybe. I could be wrong. We're, we're going to have some issues with, like, first-generation games, but we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think it's cool. I think the fact that it's uh, a tribute to, like, the detective side of Batman is neat. Heck, yeah. Uh, how long that will keep someone's interest and attention is yet to be seen. Well, I mean, people have been asking for it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Kojima descends from the heavens Uh. onto Sony stage and reveals his new game, Death Stranding. Uh, One thing that I really, really thought was cool was the fact that he stated that the game is running real time, which tells us that that is in-game graphics. If that's the case, that's going to be the prettiest game today. <laughs> Tell me about it. Easy. That game looks good. With a team of 100 people, and what are those tweets that we, were, we were reading the other day, uh, Daryl? It, it said took, took two, two and months. a half months yeah. to make that trailer. Woo. And they wow. called in reinforcements. I I honestly think that that's... Well, I don't know, two and a half months. That's, yeah. Two and a half months to make that yeah. little, little I was going to say, that's... Yeah, that's that's kind of fast for Kojima. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of fast. crazy. So. A lot of people expect this game to come out 2019-2020. I think that's a fair that's estimate. Fair. If I, ever. I, I'm, f- I'm willing to bet 2007, uh, next year holiday. New. I'm thinking middle. You your mind. I'm thinking maybe an announcement for middle 2018 and maybe get pushed to end of 2018. Ugh, man, y'all are optimistic. Maybe that, well, I was about to say, maybe that's just us. I mean, the game it it depends on what the game is. If it's on the which he said this is going to be a smaller game, but what's his, his like. idea of smaller is like PT is a playable teaser, and there's hours and hours and hours of content. Yeah. So for him, a smaller game could still be 400 hours. Give us a really really good 15 hour campaign. I will be I'll be satisfied. I will pay sixty dollars for it. Hours. Norman Reedus and his Norman fetus. <laughs> Norman Reedus and the normal fetus. That was that trailer had so much packed into it, so yeah. much. He's in handcuffs. He's got scars where it looks like a something was cut out of his midsection. He had a baby he had in footprints him. all over him. Yeah. Like it looks like an alien walked all over him. Ooh, aliens! Nick's favorite. The, 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 the five dudes in the in the in the sky. The one had a a, a woman shape. I want to say. Uh, a womanly silhouette. It was yeah. fortune. Or was she a real woman or was she oh. I- identifying as a woman? We'll have to watch what bathroom she goes to. <laughs> Only if she goes to Target. <laughs> Moving on. Dang it, man. Whoa. <laughs> Insomniac Studios. Sucker punches everyone. Reveals that they are the studio developing the new Spider-Man. And they will be continue to be that studio. Because from what I was reading earlier today is that it seems like this is not going to be a one-off game. See, that Sucker Punch might be making the next couple Spider-Man games. 
Now, that, again, that's conjecture and reading into the stuff I was reading earlier, but... Right. Man, that tr- that conference room, that theater was loud and excited during that... Uh, during that uh that demo or that 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 trailer that was awesome mm-hmm. that was exciting I love the suit the white was a little standoffish at first yeah, I went back and cool. watched it a couple more times and like I think this, this Spider-Man game has potential to be neat it's gonna be the one it's gonna be the one the Wonder Rules all Quantic Dreams new title Detroit become human looks rad oh man and word on the street is this game is actually really really awesome dude uh, uh, I saw um, the uh, amount of awards that won from E3. It's looking pretty freaking healthy. <clears throat> like, if you are a fan of Beyond Two Souls, you're definitely going to like this game. Um, I was thinking if you like the detective mode in the Arkham games. There you yeah, go. Which is one yeah. of my if favorite you, parts. You guys really got to play Heavy Rain because the detective mode in Heavy Rain is stellar. It is amazing. The dude's got a VR headset years before VR was even a thing. VR confirmed. He's got the, excuse me, he's got a, he's got a glove, all right? And the glove controls everything. So he's at a crime scene. He puts his little, little shades on. And he throws his hand down, and then boom! It, like everything, it now has a grid on it. Everything that's in the ground, whether it be uh, residue from a smell or footprints, <laughs> fingerprints, all this cool stuff. And then, like, there's a as the scene where you're being this detective, and you're like in a little closet office. So then he uh, throws his little thing on, and you can change the scenery. So I literally turned the entire room into Mars. It was me, my desk, and Mars. Trophy. Sounds like a trophy. Uh, trophy. trophy. Desk and Mars. Oh, trophy. Me, my desk, and Mars. Oh. Yes. Anyways, you guys uh, need to play that game. So. Super, super great game. But yeah, it looks awesome. <laughs> it has a like iRobot Minority Report vibe to it. I'm down. And so far, each we saw the trailer, and then we saw this this trailer, and it was two different characters. So I'm wondering, and I was told, I think I was, I read today that like every character you are in the game is an android. You're never going to be a real human in this game. So I wonder how many like characters there are going to be. Because every, every uh, I say every Quantic Dream game, there's a lot of different story arcs and angles in their mm-hmm. games. And this yeah. one looks to be the biggest. Yeah. So I can only imagine how many characters they're going to have. That's pretty game, too. Oh, God. Uh, I th- oh, it was so gorgeous. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't think, I think we covered it all. Except for the fact that uh, it was, there was a lot of uh, a lot of debate on whether trophy. or not um, Good Lord. a lot of these games... Trophy, trophy, trophy. I know you're excited because there's so many trophies. Mm, I'm just not... Well, this is a long show. Long show with a lot of trophies. Long show, yeah. Anyways, uh, go ahead. Let's well, there was a lot of debate on like whether or not these games would run on the Neo or not, and it was announced by Shuhei that these games are, in fact, running on the regular PS4. Yep, so... Boom, suck it, Microsoft. So, yeah, grading Sony's conference. I gave it a 10, but that's. Oh, I just. Cool. They spoke to me with a lot of their games. Yeah. And Same. the presentation was swinging. wonderful. I was really afraid they were going to come out and uh, give us too much VR, which they didn't. So. It was like a 20 minute clip. Yeah. They, they, they blasted right through it. They blasted through it. And yeah. I really appreciate that and got told the good stuff. So, I give it a 10. I, I, I absolutely love their conference. I thought they did a good job. Mm hmm. I think I think there's a, a lot of people that they tried to like they, they looked at demographics and stati- statistics of what games they should show to you know really um, like who they should sell to especially with the Star Wars they said that uh, Call of Duty is going to have some VR Batman Resident Evil ridiculous yeah. right 
How about you, T-Bird? Did this uh, I give it a nine. Very good. Ten. Cool. Now, Nintendo. Uh, yeah, they even have a press conference. More direct stuff. Um, blast through this real quick. They announced a new Paper Mario for the Wii U, which I thought was interesting. Uh, supposed to release this year. Which was weird because they announced a while back they weren't going to release any games this year for the Wii U. Or they were like basically halting yeah, uh, production. Yeah. All hands on deck to get the NX. So. I knew this was in the pipeline. I didn't know when it was coming out. So the fact that it's coming out this year, hey, you know what? It's cool. Today at Walmart, uh, right down the road from this house, I don't know if this is you know, everywhere else, but at our Walmart, right down the road from here, the Mario Maker Wii U bundle with the Amiibo is two ninety nine, but it's on clearance. All clearance today, and it could be the rest of the weekend, 50% off the register. Woo! So for $149, you can get a Wii U Mario Maker Mario Maker bundle with that Amiibo. Mm. Yeah, prices, the game prices never drop. You know, never. So I, I mean, Ooh. I don't know that it's worth, I, I looked at it, and I kind of scratched my bald head for a minute, and I was like, is it? <laughs> Is it worth buying now? Because when the NX comes out, yeah. it'll drop. So mm-hmm. I might pick up right. a Wii U once it finally drops, just so that I can ha- give my kids access to the uh, Mario Karts and stuff like that. Now, they've played them before. My brother's got a Wii U. None of us really liked it, but you never know. In a couple of years, they might want it. You know, it might be something to have on deck. I'll, if the Wii U comes out and Sweet Talks me, I'll buy it. Because like we talked about a few days ago, I'm ready to... I'm ready to have a reason to play Nintendo games. Right. Um, let's see. Po- m- more Pokemon Sun and Moon stuff. Uh, game modes was announced. Uh, Monster Hunter Generation. Uh, and Dragon Quest Seven, which was actually a PS1 game released in 2000 by Enix before Squaresoft and Enix merged, which I thought was kind of cool. It's got released, uh, released for the 3DS, so that's pretty neat. Uh, I'd like to get into the Dragon Quest games. We actually have a Dragon Ooh. Quest game that got released for PS4 a while back, so... Um, I, I've never really. I never messed. I've never messed with them. them. I don't really have a. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion either way because I've never. Never really got into them. Uh, and the big news, of course, was Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, I think this game is going to be bigger than what people are giving it credit for. Uh, a lot of buzz around this game, both negative and positive. Most of the negative, though, is people who have given up on Nintendo. Or absolutely thought the Wii U was a joke, right? And they look at the new Zelda and they're like, oh, this game looks like crap. Well, not really. The game actually has a beautiful art style. Very unique. Yeah, very unique. Uh, they're going back to like the traditional roots of exploration like the original Zelda where you could go to any castle uh, or any dungeon, rather, um, out of order if you wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like the later Zeldas became, you have to go here to get this item to proceed. Where the old Zelda, it was like you literally explored and there were like secrets in the original Zelda where like you know how like in well you, well you don't know but like in Link in the Past you had like a crack in the wall if you put a bomb there it's gonna blow up open a hole and be a secret well like the original Zelda didn't have that Dude, Nukem's like that it just had like it was just a wall and you had to you had to know or oh, yeah, explore yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying like you had to like just start placing random bombs yeah well I don't know if like this game's necessarily gonna have that but That'd be rad. It's the exploration feel of it. Um, like the demo they showed, the, well, I watched. I watched a good bit of the gameplay. Not uh, like I did watch the, the trailer. The trailer was awesome, got me hyped. But I watched a lot of the gameplay trailer, and they were like on top of this mountain, and 
the lady that was playing the game was like, I'm not supposed to have this item yet, but I'm going to use it. And she jumps off and she has like this little parachute and she floats down. I saw that. And she's like in the world and she lands and she goes to these two different dungeons. There's like, it's just her exploring, right? Um, one of the dungeons she couldn't like, it was like barricaded off by this wall and she couldn't get in it. So what she actually did was she antagonized this like big robotic octopus looking monster to shoot a laser at her. And she dodged out of the way, and it hit the wall, blew a hole open in the wall, and allowed her to go to the dungeon. Really cool oh, stuff. You. you can craft in this game. You can, like, you find items, and, like, you can, I guess you could sell. Um, there's still a lot to the story that hasn't been run, uh, announced yet. Because, um, you know, one of the cool things about Zelda is all the, like, neat characters that you meet, and you interact with, and uh, you build, like, relationships with and stuff. Um, so, a lot of that stuff hasn't really been revealed yet, because I think they're saving it. Um, it's along with the story so I think this game's going to be great um, if the NX is half as good as I think it's going to do or, or going to be I'm, I'm sold um, I want Nintendo to be great again hashtag make Nintendo great again make Nintendo great again so I said from the get go if they could release a really good title to help push sales on the Nintendo they have a fighting chance and release it with better hardware and so far that's what they're doing they have a good title coming out with better hardware so we'll see how it goes I don't know it's not going to be able to compete with the Neo or the Scorpio as far as specs like Phil's and May said and they also said they're not even touching VR they, he said VR has to prove itself before Nintendo even thinks about it and that's a smart move because I think if they jump in trying to jump into VR market it's not going to it's not going to be good I agree it's not going to be good for them it, de- it definitely doesn't speak to it still shows their stubbornness yeah that Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do but Right now, Nintendo needs to sell a console. They don't need to worry about VR. Bottom line. Yeah. So. Uh, release good games. That's all you really need to do. So. Uh, but yeah, that was E3. Uh, was our, uh, what would you rate Nintendo's Direct? Especially being that your favorite game of the show came from that Direct. That treehouse. Honestly, event. I'd have to say probably a s- seven. Simply because, like, if they would have came out and actually showed the NX and showed some more titles and showed specs on the NX maybe it probably would have been a really good show um, seeing as they have a really good Zelda title in their hands uh, but since they didn't I'd have to say 7 and I say 7 simply because like the presentation of Zelda was really good they sat down and they played the game all day and they showed people different stuff on it and they talked to the developers and I mean it was it was cool but you know lacking very lacking I feel like Nintendo needs to step out and just be ballsy and, and show people what they got. You and know? They were ballsy and they gave you a Wii Motes and a nunchuck and then they were ballsy again. They gave you a gamepad. The gamepad's fine. I feel like the gamepad's fine. Unless you play Star Fox. Unless you play. Unless, they, unless they gimmick it up. Resident Evil Revelations wasn't fun with a, with a gamepad. Yeah, um, like, speaking, of, I think the reason why they're releasing Mario Party, or not Mario Party, but Paper Mario, is because of how bad Star Fox did. Because they're apparently not going to make a Star Fox game again. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're killing off the character pretty much. Like we'll probably only see him in like future Smash Bros. If there are future Smash Bros. Yeah, they really need a uh, another partnership with or merge with Square Enix to make a, another like Legend of Seven Stars type Mario RPG. Um, Paper Mario's aren't really good in my opinion. I've never really liked them. There are uh, there are some uh, Ubisoft games coming to the NX. I saw. Just Dance. 
Maybe one more. I could be lying about that part, but I know Just Dance. Oh yeah, Just Dance is like the first, the first third party was the NX first, title yeah. I've seen. So, but anyways, so, yeah. that's E3. I give the Nintendo Direct a two. <laughs> Thanks, Daryl. <laughs> I mean, like nothing appealed to me. I'm not gonna play Zelda. Uh, it was neat, and I, there's a lot of buzz around it. I'm gonna go ahead and call it. People are probably gonna give that. The critics can give it a ten because they give every Zelda a good good score. Um, but I mean, a direct is a direct. I think that their presentation of their directs are lame and boring. I watched the stream. I, tr- I tried to watch it. It kept cutting out. It was a hot mess to try to follow. So I had to wait till it was all said and done, and then go back and watch stuff. Uh, and they didn't have anything for me. I don't like Pokemon. I don't really know much about Zelda. Um, Monster Hunter is cool, but I've got like one or two Monster Hunter games, and I don't even play them because I got more Vita and stuff like that. PSP. So, so that's it. Yeah. There's a. What about you, ladies over there? I didn't get to watch it. Okay, so you fail. Yeah, I don't know. But you did I see the, the you did see the trailer for Zelda. Yeah, I saw a little bit of it. Okay. Uh, that's all I watched. Okay. And T-Bird, you said you were pretty optimistic about the Zelda. I'll give it a shot. I never played a Zelda. This it's, one looks like it would be pretty interesting. Yeah, it so. It's Elder Scrolls Zelda. P- pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I have no idea where to go in this game. And I'll play Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'll beat the Elite Four and that's it. I really want that bat Pokemon. The Legendary in Moon. There's a... We'll blow through this real quick because, I mean, we're, we're definitely running out of time. Definitely way over our uh, normal limit. But uh, <laughs> Namco was kind of MIA for Tekken 7. They did eventually show them. Like, they talk showed, a little bit about them. Didn't they show Tekken 7 on the Microsoft stage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. they did. Um, I feel stupid now, Daryl. You are. I feel stupid. <laughs> Sorry. So we did forget to mention that one. <laughs> I completely missed that one. Yeah, I missed that one too until you just said it. Oh, but what about Mafia? Take two. Now, now Take Two said they were going. Uh, I thought they were supposed to have a big presence there. Did they didn't announce anything but uh, Mafia? I mean, uh, they showed like thirty minutes of Mafia. Which, I mean, it looks That's great. Don't get me wrong, but like I thought that we were supposed to get like a lot from them because everybody's like, oh, we might get a Red Day, we might get a you know Grand Theft Auto DLC. That was everyone being hopeful. And there was zero Rockstar. I listened to some people. Yeah. I forget I, again. I forget which podcast it was, but they were saying basically like Rockstar's big enough not to need like an E3 to announce stuff. Yeah, I mean that's true for Rockstar, for like uh, uh, like a Grand Theft Auto game, but uh, yeah, like a, a Red Dead it, or you know, the rumor is that that, that PlayStation exclusive agent's going to come out one day. I mean, there's. You know, there's games that are E3 a bull. <laughs> like, there's E3-able. also um, E3 a bull. Yeah, there's also a bully. Yeah, like, oh, that'd be so, pretty cool. A bully, too? The, yeah, even though I never played it, I'd still think it'd be a pretty cool sequel for everyone that did can, play it. You have. can pick it up yeah. on a PS2 to PS4 <laughs> emulation. Fool, I you still can. haven't played the other ones I bought. <laughs> it would be rad for even an Alien Noir 2. I think. Woo! Yeah, That's that'd be cool. Big yeah, definitely. game. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was a no-show. I predict they're going to show it some more footage of it at PSX. PSX, oh yeah. And maybe a maybe release date for the first season. Or first episode. Yeah, first full game expand uh, the world. Like we said, the NX was a no-show. I feel like that would have been great for Nintendo if they could have showed that. 
with specs. Uh, Gravity Rush 2 was a no-show, even though we, we totally expected <clears throat> to see that and didn't. And they showed it in the sizzle reel before the actual conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to save it for what, like Paris Games Week or Tokyo Game Show? Whichever one that, uh, they decide to go to. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, quick antidote. There was actually a rumor uh, circulating that the Red Dead Redemption 2 was actually set to make an appearance, but got canceled due to the Orlando shooting, and then I think that ended up coming out as a hoax. Like that, that wasn't true or whatever. No, I, I did. I saw where like a lot of uh, douchebag press places were, you know, crapping on EA for, you know, saying like advertising violent game. I think The Verge is actually who did it. Like they were like crapping yeah. on EA for that because like they're like, you advertise violent games after the uh, Orlando shooting, which has Ooh. absolutely nothing to do with EA or those video games. Yeah. So, come from people that will, that will play them all. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just idiots won't clickbait. Tomb Raider two Everyone did not get a release date. Everyone expected that uh, rise of the for, Tomb Raider. Yeah, for um for PS four didn't happen, and then Shinmu was MIA. So yeah, well I'm sure Shinmu. There, I'm sure there's literally nothing done for Shinmu yet. No. Probably not. Would that's you, a PSX. Thing probably an update sure. maybe on PSX for a game like that that was kickstarted. Would you rather see a little something, or would you rather get a tweet saying uh, we couldn't make it, but we are still working on the game? We're just trying to make sure we get it out. Silence. Time, you guys. I don't want it unless you have something spectacular. Like I don't really want. If you're kickstarting it, you want to hear something. Like if you invest money in it. Well, I, I didn't. Okay, I say this coming from someone who did not back it. I'm saying if yeah, but like Jason. Yeah, we yeah. Well, you got um. Uh, what you call it? Jeez, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Mighty number no. nine. Mighty number nine. Yeah, we heard so much about it. It was delay, 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 delay. Like, I, don't talk about it till you're till you have something spectacular. I, yeah. I stick to that. You know. Yeah. Not a trailer that's garbage. Trailer was horrible. I thought the, the gameplay footage is so much better than the trailer. Trailer is just was just bad. But yeah. So. That's us. That's our. Uh, this has been Remember the Loot, a Proven Gamer podcast. That is our E3 reactions That's recap. Appreciate you guys watching. Appreciate you listening, clicking um, and downloading and bumping right. and grinding, doing all, all, all the things. Remember to rate, review, subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Podbean, Podbean. Hit that Podbean. hard on the Podbean. Tune to is it tune in or tuned in? Tune in. Tune in. Okay. Uh, Looney Tunes, but in. Gotcha. I totally. That was not good. That's not not good at all. (laughs) Uh, Go to. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at rememberthelootprovinggamer.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash rememberthelootprovinggamer.com. Twitter, at rememberthelootprovinggamer.com. L O O T, not L U T E. I don't play that. that. Uh, Hit up our Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in rememberthelootprovinggamer.com. Be a part of the conversation. We greatly appreciate you and would love to have you. Go to provinggamer.com. Check out our news, reviews, previews, and podcasts, including yours truly, and Trophy Whores, a flagship podcast there. They release a new episode every week. They actually released a really cool E3 predictions uh, show and had a really cool segment in there where they had a fan call in, so you should check it out. It was a very emotional episode, uh, very cool stuff, so go check that out um, and, and follow those guys and subscribe to them on iTunes as well. Uh, have any shopping to do? Go to provinggamer.com, click on the Amazon link, do all your shopping through us. It doesn't cost you any extra. And it helps the site out and helps us out, and we greatly appreciate that. Also, we are sponsored by Extra Life. So go to provinggamer.com, click on the Extra Life link, uh, donate a little bit. All proceeds go to sick children and uh, the hospitals of our choice. 
and sponsor us in November as we play video games for 25 hours straight. Duke Nukem for 25 hours straight, baby. <laughs> Kill me now. Just dance for 25 hours Just, just dance. dance for 25 <laughs> hours straight. That probably straight. wouldn't be a bad stream. That would be awful, T-Bird. No. Have you ever played Just Dance? <laughs> I have, actually. I, I played Just Dance and Zumba. Wow. You played Zumba? Yeah. Ah, you're my hero. <laughs> Jilly <Yeah>. Michaels. <laughs> I know it's totally different, but I just wanted to throw that out there. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, it looked good. Yeah. Wasn't she just outed for like cheating on <laughs> the biggest loser? Like she was giving her like her contestants or whatever, like supplements, like super like It's like hydroxy star star max X double ultra super mega get us out of here. Super mega here, listen, listen honey, I want you to take these pills and you're gonna be Take these pills, shut up, get on the treadmill. And you can eat all you want. Just make sure you go to the bathroom and do the thing I taught you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the other thing I taught you. That thing I taught you. <laughs> so uh, after we go off, fly, um, off, off the air. Off the earth. Oh, it sounds so weird saying that. After we go off the air, uh, be sure to stick around. We're doing a let's play of the new Resident Evil. Put that down. I think you've actually started saying thank you for listening. Now that we're doing live. Probably. That, that would be me. <laughs> Thank you for watching when you were only listening. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for uh, listening when you were only watching. We're going to be doing a Let's Play of the Resident Evil demo that just got posted uh, yes, post Resident Evil 3 Resident Evil 7. The tone piece. Um, it was, it's also going to go up on YouTube, so if you get if you don't have a chance to watch it, kitchen. be sure you go to our YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash remember the loop. No, official proven gamer. Official proven gamer. Official proven gamer. Nice try. Yeah, so slide that one uh, in. I'm sorry. The That's raw videos. Trying to steal the clicks. Appreciate it, guys. We're out of here. Holla, 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 holla. See you guys holla. next time. It's the Duke Nukem. I love Nukem. you so much. The Duke. Kawaii. Sliding down the rod. Rate, review, with, subscribe. With the Duke. At Resident Daryl. Pictures of the Duke. Duke. <laughs> Try again.